Welcome to the Craft Imperial Podcast, a weekly podcast about cigars, whiskey, and all the banter you could possibly want. You'll join your host, the Bourbon Cowboy, the Viking, as each week we get into different cigars, different whiskeys, budget, hard to find, unicorn, you name it. The rabbit holes we're going to go down, insights, opinions, conversation, new releases from Craft Impero, and anything else we can seem to let fall of our mouths that week. You guys enjoy this episode. Mahalo. All right, all right. What's up, Craft Impero? Law, this is the Viking. This is the Bourbon Cowboy. And the, the squirming German, and a.k.a. The, the Cigar Dad, is back on the show. You can't be the Cigar Dad if you're not a squirting German, okay? It just makes sense. <laughs> biologically, I'll be, I'll biologically, be, it just I'll fucking makes sense. I'll be the squirting German. I'll, I'll secede to this just you. for you. Hey, I secede and got a Cardinal's jersey on, okay? So you know what? I guess that's true. I've assimilated. Compromise. I've assimilated Compromise. to my, you know, I figured, look, got a company, got a podcast, got enough friends, you might as well just, uh, you know what? It's cool. Hey, it's not had, a bad team. To be had a fan. the Red Sox jersey on last night, and they smashed the freaking Yankees. Okay, so True. boom. Now let's put the Cards jersey on and watch the Dodgers fall into the sea. We've always seen that. I don't know. We've always seen to play them well. And it's and it's a Wainwright versus Kershaw pitching. That's guy. fantastic. Is and it Kershaw? the is Kershaw pitching starting tonight? Yeah. And did you hear that there is a guy who is Latino, right? And he calls uh, baseball for the Cardinals. He's a Latino announcer. Mm-hmm. Um, so he speaks in Spanish? Yeah. yeah and okay. he's been doing this for quite some time uh, with Shannon and them. I mean, they're not together, but you know. Anyway, that's his hometown. Mm-hmm. LA? LA. So Uh-oh. he's going back there with all of his fans and whatever. And and then, of course, also you guys know that uh, Albert's playing because the first baseman, or, or, or I want to say it's the first baseman, Pujols yeah. is getting hurt now. Pool Halls is going to play, huh. which I don't know. So anyway, it should be good. I want to say the game seven o'clock, seven fifteen, seven ten. Yeah. Um. All right, yeah. So we're going to get this. We got a really fun podcast today, and then we're doing something cool afterwards. So we've got Sheldon the Squirt and German. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the Cigar Dad blog that he does, and then we're going to do something with him. It's going to be kind of a cool collaboration thing today, which is fun. Um, so we've also got two new barrel picks that we've never done on the podcast before. We've done a barrel pick of this type, just not this one. And we are smoking one of the newest releases from Tatawahe. It is October, so in fairness, this is probably going to be a Tatawahe episode month. Yeah, it really just kind of makes sure. a lot of fucking sense, if you've been honest. Uh, but we are smoking, currently all trying to light this fucking mammoth. It <laughs> um, is a the stick. Tatawahe Kohonu 2021. I mean, it's, it's literally bigger than the fuel tank. And this it thing is really massive. Is. It, is a, I mean, it is a big damn There are many life. men that hold this and, and feel sad about themselves. The there are many pick- women that hold this and wish for more. Well, now I have experienced the Hollister. Oh, man. oh the Howitzer? The yeah. Howitzer. Yeah. Um, by Rocky Patel, I guess. Yeah. I mean, oh, my. Have you heard of that thing? I've not. And now some guy uh, who had this little stock car over at the uh, Rant Run this weekend, he, he, and he's chewing on it. He had the big oh. end all squished up. Oh. He's got the, pay, you know, the uh, newsboy hat on, short guys, you know, husky, and he's, 
driving this little uh, yellow dragster. Yeah. And he was like, God, I love this cigar. And I'm like, man, I just, my partner gave me one of those last week. I had it when I was golfing. And it was a good cigar. Mm -hmm. It was huge. What was the ring gauge on that? Uh, it's, so the actual, the head and shoulder, right, that you actually put in your mouth to hold the cigar was like a 48. And then the rest of the cigar branched into a 70 and a 72. Holy yeah. shit. It was, and it was only like five inches long. <clears throat> so it was like boop, boom. It's like, just a, it's like a giant blunt. Yeah, it lasted <laughs> at least an hour and 40 yeah. minutes. You might not hit bottom. You're definitely going to stretch out the sides with that one. Right. Yeah, this is going to be a good minute on this one. I think. Yeah, this it's going gonna, gonna, gonna to last a while. Well, good thing we got lots of time. Uh, for sure. We got all the time in the world, really. Um, so this cigar is the newest uh, Kohonu, the newest one since... I think 12 uh, no I think there was a 17 maybe 12 might be well no I'm sorry no what, I, what I'm trying to say sorry is releases oh, right. okay. so I know the Sumatra and Habano 12 but I think the Sumatra is the newest one and it came out in 17 mm. the Habano has been there there was a broadleaf on the 9 the yeah, 09 I mean, yeah I get what you're saying I think the last one that I saw that was or the last year that I saw that was banded in the brown in the Lael band with the Kojonu and the year on it. Just in this way, basically, but a different Vitola was like the 12. But I think what you're talking 12, about. Well, there's 12.9. 09 is the same yeah. way, yeah. And there's 06 um, and 03, I think. Uh, 06, 03. Yeah, yeah, I think 3 is the original. Good. Um, Real good. But it's like a, it's a 7.5 by 58 with a bellicoso finish. So at the cap, it's a natural like 56. But then there's a 58. And what blows my mind about a 58, it's, it shouldn't be that weird because you've got a 60, right? And you've got a 54 and 56. 58 is just that weird, <laughs> uncommon little redheaded stepchild it's a little that gets bump thrown right in on there. the end. There. Yeah, it, it's a little, a little different. But it's good. It's a good cigar. I smoked one uh, last week, I think, when they came in. Um, was that last week? Was yeah, that right when, yeah, yeah, when they came right out. Yeah. Friday, maybe. Um, now, here's an interesting question. You know, you got rollers, right? So they're out there, and obviously you got to give them at some point some direction of what they're rolling. I mean, with all the different sizes and whatever, I'm assuming, I mean, do you think these guys regularly roll all these different sizes? Or do they need to, do you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's probably a lot of sizes they roll that are pretty normal. Well, so I mean, they used to rolling think about, all these very unique yes, styles. Yes, because think about this, right? To get a 56 ring gauge box press cigar, you're bunching at 58 or 60 because you have to create the gap space in the corners where it comes in. So they're used to the, the it bunching. It probably method. was here. And then oh yeah, this cigar, this cigar was all of. It may have been 11 13 to inches. 13 inches yeah. before they trimmed trim the stalk off at the end and then actually took what was going to be the end of the leaf to create the bellicoso at the top um but yeah they they, they do do that all the time really yeah. um so we're here at the squirt and german the cigar dad's um spot uh we're here in the garage because it was supposed to rain all day and now the now sun's out and it's fantastic outside amazing, yeah and we're all assholes in pants right now so yeah. it's cool though whatever we got a fan going um and we are going to take a couple of barrel picks for a ride and then finish off with something I'm pretty stoked about and haven't had yet. And uh, we'll actually get into that with uh, with uh, Sheldon and the Cigar Dad about sure. who he did I actually had with. one of those. Did you know? He broke it. 
What? Now it's in it's ingrained in the concrete outside of Stanley's. Oh no, dude, do Picking tell. Up what my happened? Uber, then the Uber guy, I was like, where's the Uber? He goes, I drove by, didn't see with a mask. Now I have to have a picture with a mask. Then I had to go dig in my thing, get my this out, that out. The next thing I know, whoop, right out. I mean, I wasn't even three, four inches off the ground and busted all over the oh, God, that's horrible. But I was down there and got that with uh, Curtis and uh, Soifer. Yeah, I remember you were talking the about that. The Russian and the yeah. Frenchman yeah. from the north. Yeah, God, that's horrible. Well, I was lucky enough to buy one, and I went and picked it up one day. And then when I was able to do a little interview on, uh, on Monday, don't tell my boss I snuck out of work. Um, so it really, was, uh, I, I was working cool on engravement in the yeah. front. So uh, we, anyway, we, we'll talk about. Yeah, that we later. did. Um, you know, we did, we did all kinds of. We sampled all kinds of stuff. Tried their new apple brandy. That'll be all in the, in the new video that's going to be up on the page here by this weekend. Sweet. Um, you guys can check it out. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll have a little, little, video kind of hangout smoke sesh with these guys afterwards which will for sure which will go up which on, i think we're going to share on the patreon too absolutely yeah. throw it out there yeah, too sure. sweet so that'll be the after hours you'll get the yeah. uh cigar dad thing which the full video sweet. you guys can check that out um anyway. so before we get into the what we're drinking later um lit cigar lounge our locker sponsor our og sponsor you guys all know about that they've really been kind of hooking us up with special lately which has been pretty dope stink bug um, <laughs> what they did, and I, I gotta give this, I gotta give this to the Snyder team out there, man. They, they've got some awesome barrel picks lined up that are coming in, and these two dropped at the exact same time, arrived the exact same day, which creates kind of a fan favorite buzz, which I'm enjoying right now. We've got the Yellowstone 2021 barrel pick from Lit Cigar Lounge. We have the two cast strength finishes. We're gonna start with the 102, and then we're gonna go to the 115. Yeah? I'm done. Yeah. All right, inaugural cheers. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. Cheers and cheers. Let's see it. Look at the legs on that glass already. I know. She's got some very nice, pretty legs. Yeah, this is a Monroe status, dude. Juicy. Mmm. 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 Yeah, that went right up my nose. Loved it. Fantastic, right? Yeah. yeah, and I'd even try to retrohale. I, I think uh, 102, again, it doesn't drink like 100. Um, it, it much less. What's really unique is even the little bit of heat that you do get from it is all retro. It's kind of the back of your throat. It's all like the taste on it. There's a lot of. Well, in this one, there's like muted some like some cherries and some wood. Yeah, that's what I was saying. And it Cherry. doesn't explode in my mouth. It just kind of hate when it that just kind of fills up and goes even up into the nose. It's yeah. a filler upper. This is yeah. this is yeah. It's a um. It, it oh, what did we say before? Oh, what did we say before? It like it just it fills just the void here. Yeah, there you go. All consumes kinds of your whole flavor mouth. and yeah. And there's some cherry and wood that's like really, really, really evident there. And like what actually awesome. Throw heat to it. Smoking cherry smoking chips, like mesquite cherry smoking chips. Super smooth on there. But then when you the nose on it is like honey and cherry and yeah. grape maybe? I mean I don't know. There's all kinds of weird shit going on. 
Yeah, honey, I said honey, maybe a little bit of like orangey citrusiness to it. There you go. Yeah. That could be the honey, the yeah. citrus, right? Yeah, could be. In there, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and the tatuaje, I'm getting that almost, I, I know I've done this like two times, but I'm back to the buttery pig or whatever it was, that end cap. I mean, the, um, you know, the wrapper on this is so smooth. Mm. Do you know what the wrapper is on this? Uh, I want to say it's Connecticut Broadleaf. But it's pretty super sure. smooth and buttery and kind of creamy. Yeah, I'm pretty And it's like sure. backing up on your lip. And then when you put that in there, I'll tell you what. Pretty nice. Yeah, when, when the two of them, I, and I got it just, it's kind of fleeting, but it's there. Almost like a butterscotch with the pairing. I'm getting a little bit there. Uh, like I can see that. The butteriness that you're talking about. Yeah. Ecuador Habano wrapper. Yeah. Sorry, Connecticut Broadleaf. That's a little, a little bit different. Um, a lot of you doing in the Ecuador, Ecuador and uh, Habanos this year. A lot of the big releases have been this well, year. Yeah, of because wrapper tobacco is going to be really faint next year because mm -hmm. of all the water damage. Oh, okay. gotcha. Binder filler, you have no problem bunching a fucking sure, cigar. Sure. Wrapping it's going to be a bitch. Mm. So everyone's flooding into Mexico because you can still create some of the same, same silkiness that you get from Nicaragua and the Dominican Republic, mm -hmm. but you can intensify the spice. You can create a whole different cigar by going that route, mm -hmm. which is cool. That's why San Andreas is so popular. Hashtag Cyclops, right? Just snack the dust in there. Uh, I do. But is everybody getting the same creamy buildup on the end of the cigar? Oh, Maybe for I'm sure. A little too no, 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 oh, yeah, no, no, no. It's, 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 it's there. It's, I just sure can't remember. Buttery, right buttery is the off the top of my head that's piling up on the end of this like this. I mean, we can. You know, obviously, we could do this highlight this more in the in the video later on, or you guys can take a picture of it. Man, you can just see it like there's that definitive, beautiful division of wrapper to binder. Incubado. Yeah, it is just like rolling technique. Yeah. Perfect, perfect darkness, and then this wonderfully bunched back. And for such a big cigar, I mean, it, it draws phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, and what's cool when you look, when you look at the the bind or the filler in there, you can tell that the now of course we can cut it open and do that, but I don't want to waste it. You can see how the um, spacing, right, the divide between each leaf and between the ash is almost as symmetrical as it can be being rolled by hand. Yeah. Which means that this is all long filler, right? Yeah. There is no short fill in here. There is no, there's no stem separation. So there's not much stalk cut or anything going on, which is really, and being at a 58, above a 52, to see that fine, fineness, is that a word, fineness? Yeah. The, the definitive show yeah, she's of- fine. She's got some fine, fineness. I said I'd say fine-ish. I said she's fine. <laughs> you know, it's, you can see how well it was put together, which is unique. And again, getting above 52, any roller will tell you this shit. Whenever we were sitting there with Luciana, you know, every time he rolled something, he was rolling at 48 and 50. So like at 52, you start getting air gaps and spaces, mm -hmm. and when you bunch it, you know, things can change, but put together real well. Either way, it's a monster. Mm -hmm. Which and it's is kind of what October's about. What's different? What's different about this one? is this one is more old school, which I'm actually, I don't know, I'm starting to fall in love with again. Hooligans kind of that way. You know, some these things you'll see when you smoke them. Yeah. Old school, full strength cigar, right? The cigar is strong. You feel the cigar, mm -hmm. okay? But body-wise, it's like a medium plush. It's dense, but it's not too overpowering. Yeah, I would call it like, an, it's meaty. It has presence, but yeah. it doesn't like, 
it's not like it's washing out, which is nice because as you said with the the barrel pick, this 102 proof, it's not overpowering. It doesn't drink like a 100, right? And it kind of fills that, fills your mouth. It fills like your palate with that, which is nice. I wouldn't call that an overpowering thing. So they go together very well. I think they kind of match strength for strength. So I'm interested to see how it's going to change with this, the one, was it 116, I think you said? 115. 115. Yeah. I don't know, when you pair these up on the mouthfeel, I get like caramel popcorn. Mm -hmm. But then when you retro it, it's like buttered popcorn in a movie theater. Yeah, it's a lot of sweet going on. Yeah, it is, but it's like different levels of sweet. Yeah, I've had to kind of try to back off the end of it because it's like... It's making you slobber. It's overpowering right on the end. Yeah. So I'm trying to bypass the end and just try to... Oh, I see what you got going on. So is is it drawing too easily? Is that what you mean? No, I'm saying normally my lips are right around the end. Yeah. And, and I, it stays there. Trying to get it with my teeth because this the buildup is so sweet and buttery here that actually then when I'm doing this, it's like I'm getting two <laughs> buttery nipples going on at the same time. You know, the old drink buttery nipples. Sure. I mean, there's a yeah. lot of sweetness going on between this and that, especially right now. There's a little man hand on the glass uh, over there. He's like, hey, I see dad out there and he's out there with people. I want to go. Yeah. So, so you're saying watch out for the, the BN yeah. and, you know, he's like, oh, Haji's out there talking about buttery nipples out there. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Man. Um, it's just so funny seeing that seeing that little dude there, those two big ass dogs. Oh dude, they're gigantic. <laughs> yeah, they're freaking massive. You think it would be like, hey dad, could you get my saddle on one and let yeah. me ride around the right. yard a little? No, yeah. dad, saddle it up. We got places to go. Yeah, he probably did literally do that with Phasma because she's that big. But yeah. um literally hell But yeah, yes. this this together is is super unique. I mean it's it's really, really good. I like it. Um, well, hey, buddy. Yeah, we're, being we're getting some, some cool, like, guests. Hey, dude. I got it. Yeah, again. You know, we never know what to expect on these podcasts, but of course the forecasters, they earn their money because they're so accurate. But here we are, and again, another blue sky white puffy clouds yeah we've been getting another gorgeous i figured we'd be in here it would be raining and it that's kind of what i planned well, it was for, funny obviously. we were we were talking too. we were talking yesterday and he was like he shipped me a picture that got it all set up and i was like hey turn it towards the love couch i was trying to be funny and um he uh he set it all up because like yesterday i mean when i got off work i didn't get home because the 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 um alds game or the al wild covers on so everybody yeah. was there watching the game Got home about 11.30 and I pulled the weather up again and I was like, damn, man, it's showing like 50% yeah. till all like day. Thursday all at noon day. or some yeah. shit. And I was like, all right. And then, it, don't get me wrong, when I was headed to your house this morning, I just just got one of these car detailed. It was pissing rain on 100. Rain and I had hard. shorts on all morning and I'm like, it's only going to get worse because yeah. it's been raining everywhere I was up North yeah. County. It rained all morning. Yeah. So I was like, okay, forget the shorts. I usually yeah. Now it's showing for, like a, a scattered little chance here and there, every every two three hours or something like that. You know. Well, we're in the shade. We got a nice fan going. Yeah. It's all groovy. We're doing good. I really like this pairing so far, though. I mean, this is uh, this is really unique. I don't think I've pulled that much sweetness 
out of a cigar and a whiskey, like different levels of sweetness, sure. right? How, well, that's like, what uh, I was gonna say. I don't like the pairing, but yet, I don't know if I was going to pick something different. I, I don't know, I like them both. Yeah. You know, it's like double duty. It's right. like they're both giving me the, the same kind of taste profiles in both of them, but I don't know what I would pick on the bourbon side that you know would be any different because most of what we like is kind of maybe not so sweet but th on this yellowstone there is a lot of sweetness you know you've talked about the butterscotch and whatever yeah. this is one of the first ones that i found like i said where the mouth feels a different sweetness mm -hmm. and then the retro hell is a different yeah. sweetness yeah. and it's on both uh on the pairing side right um, the cigar, the cigar is great. I like, there's this, this cool kind of, uh, wrapping kind of spice that, that slides in around there, which is good. Yeah. Um, but it's, again, I like how you feel it. It's not necessarily, um, blown up and everywhere, but you feel it. Yeah. Hey, Sorry if you guys hear some ho horse hooves. Oh, We've fine. got a couple Hi. dogs here running around hey. now. They're just excited to see their, see their buddies. Hey. So. Hey. Mm, he big good loop. Yeah. Just short of Jackson. small ponies. Just yeah. yeah. And Phasma for sure. Hey, buddy. Phasma's Phasma legitimately is a small uh, horse. A short jackass. <laughs> yeah. Is that the digger? They they all are diggers. Finn, there ain't nothing in there for you. Sorry. Um yeah, no, Phasma's the worst, man. Like that dog, she it's too bad they didn't have her in World War One because she's a trencher. Yeah. Like she is a legitimate trencher. I could use her to bury electrical wires if I wanted to like that dog will I mean she has hooves for feet I mean and, and of course they're hooves with claws so they're like scoop shovels it's so bad this guy's got little uh, ditch witches yeah that's exactly to her feet. so it's funny and talking about dogs real quick we were over at the rat run and uh, sold a lot of cyclap uh, cyclops cyclop with our cyclappers Anyway, what was that? The the little bulldog or whatever that was around us. There was like three or four of them. Were those yeah, they English were English. They, no, they were. I don't. I don't. They had all the heavy. They're old, old English bulldogs. Yeah, because they, well, they anyway, look they look just like my Gus Bus that I had. One of them was a god. He probably at least 65, 70 pounds, slobbering all over the place, and loved to chew on shit. And they rolled out this hose. They were cleaning the the deck there, and oh man, he went through that hose and about. 10 seconds he just went over yeah. grabbed it started shaking like a, a a shark and tore it all up and then they had this little one that he he was probably moby moby four weeks old yeah just this little mush together mushroom of this deepest darkest black painting color you've ever seen a little white Paul's as big forehead. as my hand and he's a foot long and five inches high just chewing on everything just puppy, man. With those I mean, little razor uh, teeth. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Nah, he still smelt fresh. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's something. Just bad. little dude. He just running off. He just look at something, run at it, and chew on it. <laughs> that's what, I mean, that's the way. I mean, Fashion wasn't a big chewer because that dog still don't have a whole lot of teeth. For his dog with the big of a face that she's got, she doesn't like, she doesn't have like this big gargantuan mouthful of teeth. Not like Finn, right? Finn's just got a mouthful of teeth. But he's never bitten anybody in his life. Oh. Um, you know, and, and like Phasma, she's not really too much of a chewer. I mean, because she basically just swallows everything whole. Yeah. <laughs> like her, her dog food, she, you might hear crunch, crunch, then she just swallows it. Crunch, crunch, swallows it. This is mouthfuls of food. 
And if you've seen this Great Dane, I mean, she literally eats 10 cups of food a day and she's she looks skinny. Mm -hmm. uh, like she could put on some weight, but she's malnourished. Oh yeah, but she's I mean, she's also for very active for a Great Dane. I mean, she's always running around the yard with the other dogs. She's good, she's good. She's a lover. Jackson's also a lover, but he's a sloppy lover. Um, she's a cutie pie. Yeah, so anyway. Yeah. So the cigar, the cigar is great. What do you yeah. think on the cigar, man? Oh, so like, honestly, man. So w with this one, I, we're I, all we're all about inch in, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd say. Hodge, I think maybe a little bit more, but he he's always a little bit ahead of us. He smokes faster, I think. <laughs> I take pretty much two puffs. For yeah. every. But anyway, no, I, honestly, I agree with what you're saying. For me, it's like you pull, you know, as you're that that kind of in the mouth and that mouth feel as you're talking about. Really good. I'm I'm getting a little bit of a. It's starting to morph a little bit now that we're kind of like what we, I pass what we call the foot and actually into that that first. Third. Don't say third. <laughs> that I'll first throw portion. This table at you. That portion of this cigar, <laughs> that first, um, um, you know, fraction of the cigar that will not be mentioned, um, and it's starting to change a little bit. I'm getting a little more of a, like a chocolatey-ish note, kind of like like a honey and chocolate kind of note, um, with like a little bit of a breadiness to it. But um, but yeah, but still on that retro, it's like that honey, like caramel, even it's like I said earlier, butterscotchy kind of note with the pairing now like i said with the whiskey like we were talking about earlier lots of i'm getting some actual cherryness to it um you know you got the vanilla and like that caramel texture which is just kind of come from the barrel but it, it's really really great i mean it, it the pairing i i like it um you know it, it's not it's not it's definitely not what i would write off as a bad pairing would definitely do it again definitely not a, a bad setup so yeah no i don't think it's bad by any means Hear me out. Cigar's great. This 102 is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Okay, I mean that's. I'm a firm believer that Yellowstone should after after the one that we had that you got was that from Dean's Liquor that you had, the calf strength one. I had a Dean's and I also had like a, a Royal Liquor. Oh, okay, I had two right. of them. When we had when we did the Yellowstone pick last year from from Lit. Remember when we did the, the pick against the flagship and automatically right off the bat, you were like, that one. I feel like the higher Yellowstone gets, the more body, oh, the yeah. more flavor, the oh, more yeah. it, it cooks. Um, whiskey's fantastic. What's throwing me for a loop together, at the same time a little hypocritically, I guess, the two different combinations of sweetness that you're getting, mouthfeel and retrohale. <laughs> Which would be super cool because you have a lot of people, a lot of cigar smokers don't retrohale, right? But fine. You don't have to. Some people retrohale too much and burn their palate out because yeah. you cook your shit, <laughs> right? But it would be really, really cool to see someone that just doesn't retrohale and do the whole cigar with a couple pours of this and see their overall thought yeah. versus someone that's like, we're fighting two different sweet levels here. Honestly, which is really kind of cool, but it's weird to say. Like, it's, I love it, but at the same time, I'm like, shit, man, just give me a give me a profile. With, with that though, it, the transition between the two is really smooth. Like, you're not having like this horribly abrupt transition. I think it kind of works together. Oh, it's subtle to for sure. Yeah. It's it, it's like yeah. it's like I said. It's what I'm tasting on now. The the spice is starting to sit on the tongue a little more, so that's probably going to change the. The caramel, maybe go to a salted caramel popcorn, right? Well, the cigar is maybe. already kind of changing for me. I'm a little ahead of you. So it's that, uh, the earthiness is starting to hit a little bit more. It's starting okay. to mellow out a little okay. bit. But I'm, I'm really excited. And I'm, I'm thinking the barrel pick that we had with Lit 
wasn't as sweet as this. It didn't. It didn't have. Are you talking the previous one? Yes. Well, yeah, that was bottled at ninety-three proof. Right. I'm curious Which where we go from two oh, yeah. to fifteen, if it increases or um, the sweetness comes down a little bit. And I'm just. I'm really interested to see what happens when we go to the next, the fifteen, yeah. and see what happens. But for me right now, this. The uh, butteriness is 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 moving away, and I'm getting more into an earthy tone. Yeah, I can see some some dirtiness there now. I'm get, and I'm, I'm starting to get some nuttiness in there as yeah. well. There's yeah. definitely some earthy, some, dirty, yeah, nutty. Yeah, nutty. Yeah, that, yeah, that kind of that that granular feel when you eat eat a raw almond or something. Well, yeah, and honestly, I kind of I was honestly surprised to to get such a sweet taste off of this straight off the bat because if you smelled the wrapper and the foot on this thing, I mean. I don't know. I, I hear lots of people use this term. I don't know if I like it per se, but like that barnyard. That if you ever say that again, <laughs> I'm serious. We will fucking break up. I'll pack this uh, shit up and leave right now. What do you mean like barnyard? So, so to I'm Charlie Mulatto, baby, half wheel. No, no, no. It, it, That's so to where me, it came from. So here's the thing. I don't know Charlie Mulatto, and I don't know where he's from or how he grew up, but I'm going to say this. When I, hear, when I think of barnyard, I grew up working on a ranch. Mm -hmm. So I know what real barnyard smells but like. But did you lick a barnyard? No. Barnyard door? No, no, no. no, no. To me, when you're smelling, oops! So I just knocked everything over. Um, my knee, because I'm, I'm leaning forward to get into this. Um, no, so to me, ladies and gentlemen, when he's intense, yeah. When 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 you smell, it, it's a barnyard. People are like, oh, it smells like manure. And like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't smell like manure. No. It smells like. And if you've not worked on a farm, you've not worked on a ranch of any kind, you oh. don't know. Um, oh yeah, Finn, he'll do oh. that. He'll just come. Finn, get hey, down. Hey, I'm like down. Um, sorry. So he, it has after a good rain, right? You'll get it's, it's lots of earthy tones. It's mold. You, I wouldn't wouldn't necessarily say mold. Moss and mold. Mold's not bad. Mold's not bad. Mold is moisture and wood. I, I understand that, but it, it's not. When I define it, it's a little bit different, right? The way I look at it, okay. you know. So it's, it it, it there is just that you know. I don't know. It, it's it's hard to explain if you've not really experienced in the way that I've experienced. Everybody's going to have a different sure, definition sure, of that. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so when I say that, I don't mean I'm pulling this from from Half Wheel because I mean whatever. I'm indifferent about Half. Hey, Half, Half Wheel. Look, I read their articles. They're full of a lot of great I stuff. Mean, I just find it incredibly annoying. Barn house door is a tasting note in a cigar right it's like fresh leather how many people have licked fresh leather if you're into the bdsm thing i get it right on that's awesome how many people right like so well i've tasted leather many times i have as well yeah but yeah, yeah i have but it, like, well when you're working with bridles and i mean i had horses for 10 years i had sure yeah a barn yeah. and i even brought up Are i didn't bring up the barnyard smell but when we were doing the smell profiles that he was passing around the handful of the leaves sure whether it was i don't remember one but when you get hay delivered and you stack a hundred bales in there and you're walking in there through the days there's a definite smell yeah uh, profile that when i put those yeah. leaves up to my nose yep. That was something that I remember that smell that it yeah. came up. Yeah, and hey, hey, a I barnyard get. has anything, depending on what you have in your barnyard. I mostly had <clears throat> horse, but then you mix it up with wood chips or whatever, and you get kind it's of a so, compost. Yeah. Um, that's, that's after it yeah. sits there, you get a smell. Yeah. But I've ne I don't I mean, know how you get a taste out of there, but that smell profile, you remember that, and then somehow 
Well, smell, smell, smell is taste, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's a new, new, nuanced taste, yeah. right? So, but what I'm saying is, you guys already gave definitive answers as to why. If either one of you said barnyard wood, I ah, okay. We're sitting here, we talk about it, I can kind of see where you're coming from. Yeah, so hay, I get hay, oh, okay? Yeah. I've never, now I've unloaded, I've unloaded hay bales off of flatbeds, I've done that, right? So I get hot sun, sweating, moist hay, the, the kind of dew resident that you get off of dry hay, right? I get that. But I've never been. If you've been in a hay barn, it's just a little bit different. Of, of yeah. course. So of it's course. just more I get that, right? You know? <clears throat> but that definitive use of that word drives me up a wall. Right? Again, it's overused, it and I agree. It fucking blows my mind. It's like thirds, right, on cigars. You brought that up. And you'll watch the image of somebody. Here's the cigar, right? Cigar starts here. They take their three pictures. This will be the first third. That'll be the second third. This will be the third third. Yeah. That's not thirds. No, it's, it's okay. like it's That's like this. That's a half, this, a quarter, that. and a quarter. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah no, I, try to, like I said, I, I, and sometimes like I don't, I don't like it when when people try to force there being this definitive, amazing change in a cigar from third to third. And some mm -hmm. cigars, there's not. And some cigars, you've got kind of that foot, and then you've got the rest of the cigar. It may change kind of halfway through what's left between that foot and that. And I think that, a lot but, of um, a lot a lot of times that people, if you get a now there are some cigars out there that drastically change as you get closer to the end, 100%. right? Because you have more Lajero in the middle of the binder, you know, it'll get spicier. But a lot of times when you see someone say the taste has changed so much and you see the way they lit the cigar, there's burn marks up the wrapper, right? They just nuked it when they lit it. They get past that first inch of the tobacco and they're actually tasting the tobacco and not the burnt tobacco. I can understand how that drastically changes the flavor of a sure. cigar, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's a different story. Yeah, but. I mean, <clears throat> and yeah, don't get me wrong. Like especially in a cigar like this, I kind of expect this to change significantly before we get to the end of it, just because of the size of the cigar that it is. Well, to what to your point, the spice is kind of on this now is more off to the sides of the tongue. You get it in the retro a little, but I am getting that earth now. Yeah. Right? It's a little dirty. It's that little vintage kind of taste we like to talk about. It's there now, which is cool. But you can still feel the cigar, which I really enjoy. The strength, I don't think, is going anywhere on the cigar. First cigar of the day, I think we picked one to, we did it right. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And the yeah. pairing should even get better now that this has been open and sure. sitting in our glass oh, a yeah. little bit. Breathing a little bit. But I mean, sure. right off the bat, when we were working, was like wow it's like super bomb butter scotch butter baking super levels of it sweet crazy, right but yeah. it's all kind of mellowing out now um yeah that that is really interesting um you know also i think it's hard when we do these podcasts too you know <clears throat> we're not necessarily trying to fill time, sesame but seed. it's like that's what I just got sesame seed. I, I was like thinking about this the other day because I uh, I grabbed last night. It was beautiful. I grabbed one of the uh, Fiats, yeah. and I went out there. No water, no nothing. I just went out there and relaxed. Yeah, and smoked that cigar. And I said to Janine, I says, "Wow." Because normally we're doing some bourbon or I'm doing, even whether it be water, tea, or, or even a cocktail. But I just kind of wanted to go out there and chill and whatever. And uh, anyway, my neighbor ended up coming, hey, and coming over. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was really one. But I, I tell you, 
I know we're we're Tatawahe this afternoon, but that Fiat would be fantastic in the morning. Come out, your little coffee, and you're chilling. Just a very smooth, really nice, flavorful cigar. And I've smoked that thing like three times. And I, I also think, you know, you can smoke a cigar one time. Um, but when you're doing this, it's like, like this uh, Yellowstone. You have a pour of it, set it away for a week, try another pour. You know, third, fourth time in, you should be probably getting three or four of those cigars and over a two, three week period, you should be getting at that point then a pretty consistent feel for what that cigar is giving you. Sure. And what that bourbon is. But sometimes thing, I think we're a little unfair. We hit it really quick. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because um, even Yellowstone right now is even opening up a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I mean, one one uh, one thing that towards the Fiat Lux is that cigar was blended to, to do that, to be an eye-opening, starting palate embracing. It, it, the, the tobaccos used, age of, and combination of Seiko versus Viso and all that was designed, and like Luciano spoke about it, like, it was designed to do that thing, right? But I've had that cigar at the beginning of the day, and I've had it dead last after smoking all day. There's something about that damn cigar. I, I don't know. I don't get it. It is just, it's an opener and it's a closer. And it's it's fantastic. You know? You're good, man. Everything so okay? It certainly doesn't close I, uh, like a late hour. No, 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 no way. It's not called a late hour for a reason. We just, we just had. I mean, that's super, a banging late hour. We had this super awesome, it is a combination eight track record player. AM FM radio delivered. To is that the, the truck? Is it delivered? That was, so it's in there. It's right where. Well, it's where that old big yeah um, China thing armoire was. Yeah. And uh, in the house, and this thing is beautiful, and everything works. So we can play records in the house now. That's now he's awesome. got a Willie Nelson eight-track tape that he found inside of it that he Shit. just left in there. That's awesome. So good. So good. That's awesome. I've been looking for one of those for a long time because I have down at the farm. I always wanted a record player. Because you can get them a record I'm player that has the eight track in it, and oh, you wait, we have more if you want. It doesn't matter. We we'll may even have the eight track, uh, the uh, cassette too. Yeah. Because how many of us? I'm speaking for myself. I probably have two or three small suitcases of eight tracks. Really, I have two that eight track tapes laid all. You know, they're all playlist ones. Sure, sure. Like yeah. I'll have Mixed one tapes? side all of Tom Petty. <laughs> One of True all you two, and then and then I've probably got a couple boxes of of eight tracks that That's I have so that cool. I haven't listened to forever. My water. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we, we we've we've always fantastic. just eyed like awesome records. We go to all these different vintage markets and these different things, right? Yeah, but do talking music rabbit hole. New guys are doing records again. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, imagine I know I'm not you know, a huge Imagine Dragon fans. Like I know like two songs I like. Every AP they put out, they've done it also on uh, what is it? Was it what's the vinyl? Eighth inch vinyl? Is that what that yeah, is? That yeah, plays something like that. Right. Whatever that disc is. Yeah. You know. They well they did. I'm um, less than Jake when we saw them at the factory the other night, right outside of Lit. Um, when we came and saw you right before we went. Yeah. They had a they had signed copies of their of their legitimate vinyl records. So. That is that and is guess what super else? cool. Forty fives. 
yeah. Pokey LaForge, when I went to see him at um, the Wildwood Lodge down in Steelville, he had signed Pokey LaForge 45s, which was pretty cool for me. Wow. Because, hey, I'm gonna slap that in my um, 45 player. That's awesome. You know, and I was like, that's crazy. I haven't put it in there yet, but um, yeah, believe it or not, still 45s they would put out. Yeah, I mean, that's super cool. <clears throat> so yeah, we were getting that in to kind of wrap or tie everything together. That's awesome. And uh, Jackson, it's all right. Um, but yeah, and we, uh, Phasma, shush. Sorry, guys. Um, that's better than lawnmowers or weed eaters or private planes. That's, that's a good point. Yeah, they're just, they're just uh, protecting us from the the neighbor lady walking her dog because he's going to jump the fence sweet and lady murder next all door. of us. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> but yeah. Right we, on. Um, yeah. This has been really, really good so far. I want, guys, let's finish these and let's go into that 115. But I got some news for you guys I don't know if you've seen yet. Uh, so Antique <clears throat> Collection starts shipping um, November 2nd. It'll start hitting retailers and everything. Which, which Antique? Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. Oh. It comes out every, every <clears throat> November, right? Yeah. George T. Stagg will not be released this year in the Antique Collection. <clears throat> oh. Per the tasters, time spent in barrel and in rickhouse, the flavor profile did not meet expectations, so it will not release with the Antique Collection. Wow. So no George T. Stagg means no Stagg Jr. <clears throat> That's unfortunate. Very. Well, George T. Stagg Jr. just went up, uh, right? It's not coming. No, but for what's still out there. Oh, what's out? Has just yeah, blown out. It, yeah, probably $200 a bottle. Yeah. More. I might know a guy. <laughs> oh, here we go. Then how about you? I told you, man. If there's this scotch thing here, we can we can ease some shit up. I got I got to talk to him. We can ease more. some pain, man. I got loads of scotch. Yeah, but they're they're talking about a uh um I was reading, so I read the New York Times, Bourbon and Rye. You guys should get sure. into it. It's a dollar a year, and it's an article that publishes three times a week. It's called Bourbon and Rye. Yeah. And it's some dude that lives in uh, the Bronx, right? So the Times, uh, he gets sent everything. Yeah. Uh -huh. And he just talks Bourbon and Rye and news and stuff. And that's how I saw it this morning. It popped up in my news feed. Uh -huh. And uh, he's talking about... Um, He's calling it not prohibition, but the general public's prohibition of, of bourbon whiskey. Yeah. Because of what's happening. Prices. Yeah. How, how things that you could get six months ago for $25 now cost you 60 Right? They're like, it's insane. But that 18-year bottle of scotch has been the same price for 25 years. It's still the same price. Right? He's like, there's going to be a scotch revolution that's going to happen. He's like, you're going to see a lot of people, more scotch will start moving. And the reason they think people will do that is it's going to force the bourbon market to lower its price. You'll feel it. Now, there will be people that would just simply, like, well, it's, I'm always going to buy Booker's. I'm always going to buy any Heaven Hill I can find. I'm always going to buy, if this Yellowstone keeps doing this kind of thing, I'll keep buying Yellowstone. Right? Still 630. I'm going to ride it. I was still 630, right? Always. Like, always. Um, but... Uh, it, I, I see it coming. I see it happening. Sure. I mean, I'm seeing more and more people when you sit down and the bottles come out, it's scotch, right? Or it's, or it's, it's scotch finished something or bourbon finished something and it's younger. Yeah. You know, because these prices keep climbing. I mean, you're getting to the point, like, I just started watching Billions on mm -hmm. Showtime, that, that show. It's actually a really good show. 
And in this thing, all you see anybody drinking is Michter's 10-year rye, right? It's kind of like when uh, Deadwood was out. No, not Deadwood, Justified. And all they were drinking was Blanton's and, and, and uh, Pappy 10-year because when Justified was out in 2006 to 12, Blanton's was $15 a bottle and Pappy 10-year was 35, right? Michter's 10-year in 2016 was $41 a bottle. You could buy it anywhere. It right? is, Schnooks probably had it. It is six hundred dollars a bottle now. Yes, the and that's ten. Mictor's ten, right? Right, and it's that is six hundred dollars a bottle. Cheap secondary market. Yep. You know. <clears throat> now, I have a bottle in the house that I picked up for two fifty, but <laughs> well, you know a guy. Yeah, but yeah, no. Nowadays, to find that, you're going to pay five hundred plus at least, at least. All right, so I'm going to so, ash this uh, 21 Kohuno. Uh, Kohunu, sorry. Kohunu. Kohunu. And uh, let's cheers. We are now on the 115 mm. barrel pit mm. cast strength from Lit Cigar Lounge. And I just want to say this will be the favorite. This is already smoother on the nose. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm telling you, right? I have a firm belief. Like, I want a 132 Yellowstone. Yeah, this is this is bottled at almost 10 percent. 13 percent more. Yeah. Well, no, it's 16. It's what well, you said. There's a 115. 115 to 102. 13 proof. So 13 almost 10 percent. Yeah, sorry. Almost 10 yeah. percent greater than the first one we tried. And I will say this is by and far the more consistent, smoother. They're Much both more fantastic. Oh yes, yeah. But it, this is just it. This is even better. This is where. So see how like I was talking about the heat in the 102 that you get kind of goes nasally into your retro, fades in the back. The heat in this kind of transcends, right? It comes in with all the flavor, dissipates, goes away, and then you're left with cherry and 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 barrel and and some maybe some caramel right there's it's a little salty maybe like i, yeah. I mean i don't know that could be the cigar right i don't know sure. but it's fuller it's more dense it's more it's like the matured version of the 102 but the 102 is still very good okay. yeah it's really kind of funny how this cigar is maturing as well as the next step in the yellowstone is following the cigar as well because both of them were super sweet at the beginning for me I just you know talking quick layman and now the cigars mellowing out it's getting more earthy and whatever and then the tones in this are not as sweet but it's fuller and it's pushing through the palate way different than just laying there and when you do this bourbon i i try to i guess it's a chew technique you know you kind of pull in some air and it hits the top of your your um, your mouth and then when you let it settle down, it just kind of naturally pushes up through the nose. That's not really happening with this one. This one is just kind of pushing through. It's like training. Okay. I want you guys to try something. So <clears throat> there's a, a SOM technique that is used in wine to aerate the impurities of the alcohol and all this, okay? It's gonna burn a little bit, but I want you to try it and tell if it tastes at all different, okay? Sip the whiskey in, gargle it, in between your lips up front, then push it to the side, hold it, and swallow it. That's see about 30 seconds. I literally just did that. Okay? <laughs> Do that and see what it does. 
Well, for me, that technique, if I did it correctly, which maybe I didn't. Burn the shit out of you? Um, it pushed all, it, it was almost like the, the cigar, how I know you do it sometimes too. You get a big mouth of smoke. You're not retrohaling, but then you're just kind of letting it flow easily out the front. Very similar technique, just how you kind of told us to do that. And all the flavor, now the backside of my lip is all burning. On fire. Yeah. Yeah. That may have been poor with the proof. <laughs> Sorry. But Honestly, though, yeah. I don't think it was that bad. I mean, really, it, 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 in, in, in retrospect, I mean, yeah, that definitely, it forced a lot of it more of the, I would say, the less definitive flavors of the bourbon right so my not, my cherry yeah. that constant cherry uh -huh. right or that, that that just say berry right whatever right, whatever right. floats your boat right now has caramel and vanilla right you get more of the the oak that comes out and then there's this this backside sweetness it's more of like a vanilla or maybe a, a latte right something that enhances it but leaves a very cool residual then you draw the cigar in Maybe because it's the proof in the front, that spice picks up, you retro it, and there's just this awesome trail mix kind of yeah, bang say, with there's some salt, a dude. mixed nut quality to this cigar now, and that definitely brings out... Other thing I'm, I'm seeing too is obviously with that proof, right? kind of numbs a little bit on the tongue. So, like, that kind of forces so much more into the retro. Like when you kind of retro through it, it's, it's, it's got this beautiful black pepper. It's a cool recovery technique, yeah, right? Yeah, huh? It's very yeah. interesting. All right, guys, so we're going to take a quick break. You guys got to hear from Stone Tribe real quick. Uh, check out their new album, Spotify and iTunes. Um, we'll hit you with that, and then we'll be right back. You're listening to Stone Tribe on the Craft and Puro podcast. Download our brand new song, Island Time, and help us raise money for United Cerebral Palsy. 25% of our profits go to help families pay for desperately needed medical equipment and procedures. Connect with Stone Tribe at stonetribemusic.com for music and the latest Stone Tribe merch. Do they like the cigar smoke? Have you ever blown smoke in them? And what are they? They're kind of they're kind of indifferent. They don't really give a like, shit. Eh, what's that? Mm. Like she, Sasma, she's just like if you blow if you blow air at her, you know, she's like, "What are you doing?" It was this unseen force on my face, and she freaks out. She's not the most intelligent dog in the world, but she's a sweetie. Jackson doesn't give a damn. Finn, he's kind of like whatever. If you, if you give him attention, he's the happiest dog on the planet. So, and of course, the jet black dog is laying in the sun and panting. I'm like, dude, dude there's Remy a does that shit too. too. It'll be 110 degrees outside, and Remy will find a spot of grass with the most sun, sit there and just <laughs> and look at you like you're crazy. My girl, I'm not the one out there sunbathing with no skin to touch. <laughs> not my Jack. He's Sports. like. Sports. Plus, he's got the blue <laughs> eye. He's got the two different colored eyes. Mm -hmm. He's like, listen, unless I got a pair of sunglasses, I'm out, guys. We go underwater. He's worried about where the hell we are in the pool. He's out there for a minute. But then he's like then back he sees, over he's in like, the good, shade. Good, good, good him out. Ja Jackson's the same way. He'll think he's helping you, but really he's pushing you under the water with those big clod hopper feet and the talons that he has. Like, you can, this dog just says, oh, I mean, and you could, if I got him consistently trimmed, the nails would eventually get shorter, but he runs around out here on the concrete and the grass and the rock. It just kind of grinds the nails down naturally, so I don't really ever have to do that. But, yeah, he has got just the oh, massive, <laughs> oh, sorry. he'll do that, yeah. He, uh, he'll root his nose in there for attention. Like, come pet, 
Yeah, like, you're not okay. gonna pet me right now, but I'm gonna I'm gonna make you pet me. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, I'm I'm a little uh little stuck on the buffalo trait, the antique thing. It's it's a little weird. Um, yeah, it's odd. I I kind of feel like, you know. Every year, but aren't you glad to hear that they did that though? I mean, rather than just put some shit out there that no, they don't feel like, I'm not because well, I'm you, not you, you just, you just took away everyone else's opinion of something because three guys decide it's not good. Well, and I think, and I think here's the other thing why I don't necessarily know that I like it, right? Buffalo Trace, I mean, I, I, I love pretty much everything they do, right? They don't really make horrible bourbon, they make some that are better than others. A lot of the bourbon they make, I think, is really hardcore fueled on hype, right? Now, Duh. is is the hype worth it, right? That's the real question here, right? Is 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 the Blanton's hype? Is is it really worth it? Is the this and that and whatever hype really worth it? And that that kind of transcends all the different whiskeys in the game, right? Hyped up, is it really that good or is it not? And I think what this is going to do, hey, we didn't we didn't release anything in. 2021 but it's going to come maybe it's going to come out in 2022 and it's going to be what another year older what's that going to do to the price what's that going to do to the secondary well market? with, you know with I mean? that mindset i would hope maybe if they just think it hasn't sat long enough maybe it comes out in february and maybe in february it becomes drastically cheaper because you're not in allocation month why don't they put out another bottle just like you know supposedly well or 12 is the reject that didn't make Pappy, make, right? Make the blend copy. So, 15, yeah. you know, here's another opportunity um, somewhere between Stag Junior and, you know, here's like the Stag Years reject. I mean, you know, I don't know how they would play it, but still give give the uh, the people out here an opportunity to see what you felt like didn't meet your standard. Put it in a damn bottle and let us try it and see what we think, you know? Yeah. No, I think, I think uh, that's that's, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. I agree. Like, you know, how, how can you really know? I mean, you guys might not like it, but then what about everybody else? Yeah, I mean, even Everybody even likes it. 12 Weller. Make, take, say, make, call it, call it, I think the purists would get mad at this, but the George T. Stag right off 21, right? It just put it all out. It's Stag Senior. There you go. This motherfucker's old. This year we're putting out a senior. <laughs> It's not really a junior, it's a senior. It's not really like antique. You know, it's somewhere in between, kind of like Weller 12. It let the public kind of decide if decision. they like that, yeah. which who knows? I don't know. No, I kind agree. Of a grumpy, I agree grumpy old stag. You know, it'd, yeah. be, it'd, be, it'd be kind of cool. I mean, it's a little different from cigars, right? You know, if you blend up a cigar and you're sitting there tasting it and you're like, this is shit. Yeah, you don't really want to risk that, you know. But you put it out, you hype it up, you blend it out, you throw it out. The one thing that I think saves George T. Stag, right? We it's, it's the ever long argument, right? What's better, George T. or Junior? Okay, and they both come out the damn barrel. It, well, I think Stag Junior is always higher, right? Yeah. It's a little but, bit but that, if you're coming out if you're coming out I mean I can go look I got a bottle in the house yeah every well, I think I, Junior's always higher I think. I'm always been a Junior fan over this stag antique. yeah I, I think there's so many people junior. I think look. Junior is better than antique I think Junior is a higher quality whiskey um, now I have had I did have in 18 I had the uh, barrel 2 barrel proof of stag Junior it's really good had it over there at Fleming's 
What you didn't, what you hear in there, that's the Viking grumble. What he means is like, yes, he does approve. Oh, no, very oh, good. No, no, that's no. like yeah, oh. Viking caveman mix. Was there. good. Was, was good. Was good. Was good meat. Good meat. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting, man. I mean, you know, I do have a good good news. It looks like the Frank redo is not an unlucky thirteen only. Okay. Okay. It is being shipped to Tatuaje accounts. That's good. Which is good. You'll get one at lit. Then. You'll get some at lit then, hopefully. Hopefully, we'll yeah. see. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know if it was going to be or not. So when I saw one, yeah, when I, when I saw one, I, I snagged it when I could. And honestly, it wasn't like the box was like outrageously expensive anyway. It wasn't like, hey, this is this is the the new re, the new the new Redux, and it's going to be two hundred and thirty dollars a box. Well, that that makes me happy that that because you bought it online, right? Mm -hmm cool okay but it makes me happy to hear that he did increase box quantity and production on it right and it's not only going to the unlucky 13 and it's not only for select retailers it's going to yeah. deserving tatuaje account so i mean maybe maybe this is the question that maybe you can answer him not i mean if that's not i mean so obviously the the, the rumor on the street is here that pete's not doing a face well, this is the face box, I guess, but he's not doing... Are they doing an Unlucky 13 release this year, do you think? That'll just go to the Unlucky 13? I'll tell you right now, if the Frank is shipping in mid-October, then no. Okay. Because the face releases, face boxes, yeah. always hit stores. He timed it perfectly. It was always 10 days before Halloween. Yeah, this one's... This always. one basically hit the... This one's hitting, you know, mid-month. It'll, yeah, it'll everything get, will be here by Monday. It'll right? probably like, it'll probably ship to me on the twelfth. Yeah, I think is what he said on the site. And it's great. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to take away from from anybody on here, but I've I've done a lot of work and a lot of business with Nickel City Cigars. Um, you can find them on Instagram. They're they're a reputable company. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're, they're good. I mean, uh, they're, they do awesome stuff. They they are huge Romacraft guys. They're huge Tatuaje guys. I bought a I bought like, a Black Shamrock from them yeah, a few years ago. They do they do great stuff. Um, and again, buy your brick and mortars first, right? Lit will always be if I can if I can get it at Lit, I will absolutely try to get it at Lit first. But in the event that I can't. Like that's probably the first place that I look for stuff like that. It's cool. That's fair. I mean, that's, yeah. that's fair to say. I yeah. mean, you know, there's. I mean, because you know me, I spend sometimes three, four hundred dollars some, a month at Lint. Sometimes <laughs> a, a deal just shows up, man, and you you, you can't, can't say no. you can't you can't say no. It, it happens, man. I mean, but uh, that that makes me happy that that Pete's Pete's doing that, which is cool. I mean, um, and now thinking about it, I understand the Smash Pumpkin. Were we talking about that on the podcast? Before yeah, we, the podcast? we were talking about Smash Pumpkin, yeah. Uh, well, um, the CRA packs, because Pete's not doing live events. Yeah. You know, he's, so the, the allure of that has kind of dissipated, right? Yeah. And there's been every CRA, this will be the second CRA pack this year. There was one last year. He did a pumpkin last year, and he did a pumpkin this year. The one this year had the Kappa Special and the Toro in it. Remember? Yeah. Um, so that that's you know that's cool. Uh, I'm excited about that, but um, it'd be cool. And then the advent calendars and all that. <laughs> he cracks. Um, oh, he's over there by the yeah. Look at him smiling. He's just looking, <laughs> smiling. You can see. Um, it. Like, I'm go out there. I'm that's go that's that, that that'll be that'll be really cool. I, I'm excited about that. Yeah. That'll be fun. How's the cigar going, guys? It is changing for me. Oh, yeah. It is changing for me, and I'll be real. I feel like the first few inches burned relatively quickly. 
But man, there's, I don't, it's probably just the moisture that's kind of coming into the cigar from it being particularly humid out today, but it is slowing down significantly. And man, there is just, like you brought it up earlier, there's a just awesome, like sweet <coughs> earth kind of thing. Not overly sweet, definitely getting like that heavy mixed nut. Yeah. and then like a good flavorful black pepper on the on the retro dude that is it's that's fantastic. cool flavored yeah. black that, that's fine well yeah because like you got that. like black pepper spice but like what do we really when we're seasoning for instance when you when you black pepper and crush the hell out of a tomahawk when you're throwing it on the egg right I mean, you literally, I mean, you puts a crust on there. It's not because it's like, it's yeah, not but it's really fucking be, amazing. You made it. <laughs> it's not going to be like, it's not going to be like, oh my God, it's so spicy. I can't taste anything. No, there's this like good black pepper heat. It brings everything else out with it. Well, that's because you just, have yeah. to use coarse ground mixture of black and sure. white. It's, uh, we don't need to get But yeah, that, but, but you get what I'm yeah. saying though, like that good coarsely ground black pepper, it's not particularly spicy. It has got an amazing actual flavor to it. And I think that's what we're getting here on the retro is that good quality to it that does it makes you salivate a little bit more it makes you kind of come back to it that you're sipping on the whiskey a little bit more it kind of it gets a, it kind of it, it, i won't want to use the term snowball but it definitely creates an effect well i'm kind of curious what about that cigar cowboy made you i'm gonna say just it because that's what it's called but slobber so damn much what about it i don't know i i really don't because there's only one cigar i've ever seen that happen on you with and that was that fucking barbecue pig yeah, but that wrapper was literally you could have you didn't you could have water slid on that. I mean, thing, literally, right? it was uh, suck too hard. <laughs> well, I don't, know, but I don't, I don't do anything any different with any cigar. Now this one, and and I know this is crazy, but what what do you think the ring gauge is on this? It it's may a fifty eight. It's a fifty eight in the body, and it's yeah. at the bellicoso. It's a right it goes from okay. 58 maybe you cut it to 54 52 but for whatever reason I, I don't smoke any cigar any different this one after a while the buildup around there the sweetness got so big and i just think it's a combination it's probably a combination of the yellow uh, the yellowstone we got on it really quick yeah and having that sweetness and probably the bourbon was building up on the end as well uh, it probably wouldn't have happened if I wasn't doing the bourbon. If we'd have just been doing standalones on this, that probably wouldn't happen. But I think there was just off my lips and oh, whatever that, that of this and that. It, it just built up and it was super buttery and super uh, sugary kind of uh, on the right. end. You know how but you now, just said standalone? We yeah. got a I got a we got a message earlier this week okay. so. about a. Uh, group of guys they're they're in AA in Minnesota huge cigar guys they don't drink when they smoke right they want us to do a AA podcast so where you just smoke the cigar sure. no alcohol tea soda lemon, lemon whatever right. the hell you want to drink yeah and I was like dude that that actually sounds like fun you know it's it's very honestly I, I used to think about this like I don't really smoke unless I'm drinking but when I smoke at work I'm not drink. I don't drink at work. Yeah, you know, and I, I smoke at work. It's cigars are different. Yeah. They are different. Um, well, I want to do a champagne episode too, like different champagnes. I have really, really been interested in. Like, I love champagne. It makes me feel fancy, right? That's my <laughs> joke. Uh, but champagne's really good. Uh, I, and I'm talking. You know how there are, like, like J9 can can wine the shit out of something, right? She can pick a wine that's always nailed in. Like, she's dialed me into some wines. 
I've dialed her into some wines, right? Just be, and it's funny because the things that she dialed me into led me in defining my favorite wine ever made, yeah. vintage year, the whole nine. We hunt it like crazy. Love it. Champagne. But my thing with champagne is like we can have a 2008 Dom Perignon, right? And smoke a oh, bunch of Cancun. smoke a bunch of Cubans, <laughs> right? Or you can go get a $13 brute and smoke an uh, smoke a Esteli Lajero Puro. Dude, it's interesting. Yeah. It's really cool because there's so much carbonation in wine, right? So much. Right, like wine's a bubbly. It's right. always carbonated. You can drink a beer or you can have a soda and over time, carbonation will leave that glass or will leave that bottle or leave that can. You leave champagne out till the next morning, it might not taste as great, it might be sour, but that thing's still, you could gargle it and, and clench it, it's still carbonated. Yeah. Um, and it does something really, really unique uh, two cigars, and I've actually found you know on on social media, Instagram is the only one we use, but I have found people that that's their thing. It's it's champagne, and that's what they drink. Champagne, yeah. like when they go somewhere, they order champagne. Yeah, it's, well, you, it's champagne, champagne, champagne. Well, dude, I mean, we we've done we've done in the past where we've done. I mean, well, we didn't really do a dom pairing that night because we were in in, in in the at that restaurant in Cancun, but we've done tons of times here in the backyard where it's like. You can buy a fifty, sixty dollar bottle of champagne, right? It's it's good, really, really good. I don't think you'd kick it out of bed for eating crackers, but it, it's definitely solid, above average champagne. And man, we put those to cigars, and I tell you what, I mean, just that crisp, often fruity, floral, carbonated, ice cold, dry. I think dry. that's the key. It's dry. Well, here's an interesting fact about that. Now. Bourbon Cowboy drinks a good amount of bourbon, but I have a, a particular routine too. You have a particular uh, routine. So normally if uh, I'm going out for the evening, gonna sit on the deck of the pool or whatever, I'm always gonna probably start my evening with a little Tito's, which is, you know, um, and club, which is just soda. That Tito's is really not providing a whole lot of flavor or taste. It's super dry. It's been Tito's ten times over, sweeter, but yeah, but it, it it's it's a pretty clean palate, sure. and I smoke That's a lot right. of cigars with that. And then later in the evening, you know, I'm gonna pour myself probably a couple pours of something really good. But I smoke a lot of cigars with that, and I think that's a pretty uh, not a bad drink um, for a dry, clean palate uh, to do that. And um, That's cool how you said so that. So I get, but, yeah, I get that's, a that's, chance that's good. to smoke a lot of cigars, really not without the bourbon. But that's cool that they reached out to you and said, hey, I'd like for you guys to smoke, uh, you know, kind of with tea, water, whatever, no alcohol, and just see kind of what the podcast brings on with that. And that's super cool. I, I, think, it, I think it'd be pretty sweet, right? Yeah. Like, just yeah. do, I mean, I think it'd be pretty cool. I mean, honestly, I do it. I do it really pretty often. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, mean I, don't so, really, I don't really, I don't really drink when I smoke much anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know, and most of the time, I mean, it just sounds kind of ridiculous. Now, the only time I damn have a cigar, it's kind of funny. Like You're a late evening smoker and a few pours here and there. It seems like to me. Because, you know, when you get off work, 10, 11 o'clock, you know, you finish your business, go out, uh, light up the, the uh, 
your little fire pit mm -hmm. and whatever and have a pour or whatever and then light yeah, a cigar it's up. like a, it's like a nightcap and i know that sounds so stupid but it is man. i mean you know you 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 know I, I i do i work split shift stuff right so i'll do days and i'll do nights and you know you get home and you're moving at a there there are times i mean you've been there we're i'm moving at a thousand miles an hour and you finally stop you get home and it's like all right i'm finally eating and i'm like all right well what do i do now just go outside throw my headphones in turn all the lights off like it could be 100 degrees outside light that freaking fire it's not putting any freaking heat off it's ambiance right go the headphones in kick back smoke a little cigar have one drink and get done and i'm yawning it's time to go to bed well yeah and i think the, two, the, the interesting thing about that with you especially because of the shifts that you work it's it, you say nightcap and i think that's probably appropriate just because it, it's a <clears throat> when you get home from work like i get home i get off work at 2 33 o'clock so i'm not really 9 30 i'm out i'm dead to the mm -hmm. world but um <clears throat> but you know i mean it's if if i got off at 7 30 8 o'clock at night i wouldn't be able to go to bed then well and that's what's funny so I'll, if i get home at six o'clock by 9 30 it's the the movie we're watching is ending i'm going to bed right unless we're out right if we're out we're out right? sure. I, I, i'll turn it on we're out but sure. it you know it, it gets it gets interesting the smoking time is fun i think it'd be kind of cool to just water up a podcast i mean honestly man, it'd like be said, interesting <laughs> since, since i've kind of been on healthier kick i guess you could say yeah me too i mean yeah um we've been i mean i've and i've lost a good amount of weight but i've been 14 pounds baby. good man good got my abs back <laughs> i've been i've been doing you know i just i, I get my jug of water since wednesday it's fucked up i'll flex for you it's fucking crazy <laughs> um i'll get my bottle of water a big 50 ounce you know camelback jug of water and i'll bring it out with me and like a lot of the time I'll, it'll be three o'clock three thirty. i'll bring the kids out to run around in the yard and and I just sit there and smoke, and I'll play with them on the playset, chase them around the yard a little bit, play, grill, whatever. And, and that's just kind of how I do it. I'm rarely, rarely drinking, especially during the week. It's yeah. I, I rarely. This is the most I've drank during the week in months, and that's because I drank and I got day drunk on Monday. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and then, and then you know, today we're drinking here, and probably by the time you guys leave, I'll be probably pretty well day drunk anyway but you know it is what it is i mean it, it's fun it makes it fun you know it, it's it's something i look forward to actually getting to do that i don't do all the time now it, it kind of it keeps me from doing a lot of pairings but that's also where like for me coffee comes in i am yeah a, i was gonna say you're a you're a coffee fiend i am a snob and a coffee fiend 100%. hey did you buy any of that coffee in mexico yeah tastes the same here it's honestly the way i brew it tastes better yeah. Well, no shit. You take time, yeah, and not twenty seconds. We had this coffee in Mexico, right? Oh God, it was good, dude. It was just good. And I, I, I don't. You know what I drink, right? We drink the same coffee, okay? I drink that, and I drink. I drink black, black beer, Revenge from Black Rifle, right? Two coffees. I drink the Kona coffee, white macadamia chocolate coffee, full, full Kona press, and then I drink black beer, Revenge, sure. the full. I think it's Peruvian press that yeah. Black Rifle does. Sure. Um, those two, okay. The only reason I didn't tell them apart is one's sweet, one's not, right? Yeah. This coffee, we had it, you know, because when we got down to Mexico and he and I, the hurricane hit, right, couldn't do anything that night. We just got Don Julio hammered, went up. I tried to smoke a cigar on my patio. And Dude. then when the wind blew me out of the chair, I was like, oh, shit. Right. It was so funny. Not to interrupt and change the story that he's getting at with the coffee, but, man, I remember that night we were sitting here, and I'm like, 
I'm like, I barely slept that night. My foot's tapping. I'm like, I'm ready to get down to Mexico. I don't want to work tomorrow. I want to go. I want to get the hell out of here and get down there. And he, he texted me, and like, it's blowing, but him and Aaron are hammered walking around at the, at the resort, or I said, almost at the reservation, at the resort. Um, almost about, we're the in reservation. Mexico, not Arizona, bro. Yeah, I, saying, well, I mean, my wife and I, like, two weeks after that, went to the reservation, the Indian reservation in Connecticut, and, and, and walked around Native the casino. Native American. Yeah. Um, sorry. Big. And, and uh, no, so like, it was so funny, man. I was just like, oh man. But yeah, that coffee was really, really good. It's, it's Mexican grown and it coffee, was in, it was. What do you, what do you call that cup? That's not a coffee cup. Oh, Is oh, that a latte cup? Uh, yeah. They're, I mean, you might know, they're shorter. Cappuccino. They're shorter, a uh, little not wider. You're not getting like a, a six or an eight ounce coffee it's, cup. And it's an espresso right? cup is yeah. what it is. It's an yeah. espresso. And it was just, he poured that. And of course, I was like, breakfast, I was like, mimosas, right? Like, you guys got spice. What are we going to do here? Well, I have uh, a steam spin that I do the Kona coffee with. Okay, you have to break that down because I don't know what the hell that means. Well, it's like um, they, they um, there's a spinner in the top of my coffee maker. The water comes in and it spins in the steam and pushes it through yeah. that K-cup. And the Kona, it doesn't have a like cup. It's like a, um, almost like a, a webbing. It's very flexible mm -hmm. and they put a certain amount so I put it in there and I do that. But then I also have an espresso um, where you can just get your your um, your little eight ounce, your little like sure. miniature tea cup sure. or whatever. Yeah. And that's just straight up espresso. Yeah. That's and then I also have a sure. grinder where every once in a while, I think I get to that point kind of in, in um, November mm. when it's cool and I like to do some hand and I, I, I press it and put it in the an espresso. And then I do like lattes. Damn, you're on that level too. So I've been doing that for a long yeah. time. He, but most of the time, I don't have time to do that, right? Yeah. Well, in, so out. right. He made me. It was one Saturday we stayed. That um, blew him and Aaron's mind. Yeah, we had. There was nothing going on, right? Like you didn't have any time. You had to be home. You were just hanging out. We had a cigar that morning. Um, oh, I think it was Archer's birthday. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was the next day, yeah. So we were out here, we had we, we smoked a couple of skinny monsters and I was, he's like, you want coffee? I was like, yeah, man, like, let's see, let's see what your coffee's about, right? Because the guy's a, a coffee fiend. And I was expecting, like, we set the cups down and like five minutes later, I'm like, yo, so I'm gonna have some coffee or what? And he pours in this thing and does this and it pours one cup. What do you have a press? I use an AeroPress. Yeah, right? yeah so okay. for those but, of you who don't know what AeroPress is. Dude, that coffee, hang on, you can tell him, that yeah. coffee, you tasted so much more in that coffee than any any like any coffee I've had. Like it just it was so different, and it was super cool. I will never do that. Yeah. Right, because uh, I have the time. Right, I'm not gonna. I've got the couple extra hours. Okay, I'm I'm not as super busy as as some of you guys are. Right. I don't have patience for it, just straight up. Like, that's fucking yeah. annoying, man. Like, I'll start doing that. Really? Like, fuck it, I'm having a monster. <laughs> yeah, honestly, honestly with, with, the, with the AeroPress, it's actually pretty, it's decently quick. Um, it, so, for that one, it's it's literally, it's, it's just this hard plastic cylinder that has, like, a, a, a screw-on plastic grate in the bottom, and you put, like, a little paper filter about two inches across, and you screw it on tight, right? And it kind of, and it just kind of, it kind of just, it clamps it in there. And then you know you put your grounds in the bottom, so it kind of it's kind of it kind of acts like a French press, 
um, and, you, and then you'll set that on top of your cup and then you'll very very slowly pour like water out of like like just under boiling heat water onto it right very slowly very slowly very slowly and it'll start dripping down already right and then you'll get to the top of that thing and you'll kind of let it slowly drip down and it'll get about i'd say about an inch and a half down and then i'll take the plunger that it's got and i'll just kind of pop it in there but not press it down and let it sit there that way because that that seals it creates a vacuum so that it doesn't continue to drip in the cup i'll wait about two minutes and then i slowly press everything down into the cup it takes all the bitterness out it takes Oh, all of, there you go. Yeah, That's it takes what out it that is. bitterness, which is a, a big thing that kind of ruins people on doing a coffee pairing. Because if you're doing it, French press is great. Love French press, but the problem with French press is it's not just that wire filter or that wire kind of mesh that keeps the grounds in the bottom from pouring into your cup. You just you get all the bitterness, you get all that other the impurities and stuff in, in the water and everything else. It just doesn't taste as good. So. When we do with that paper filter that's in that that AeroPress, man, it, it gets all that stuff out of there. <clears throat> so you just get like the true coffee taste. I mean, so that's when you can really taste the difference between where's coffee grown and then also how it's the process in which it's roasted. Because there's half a dozen or more, probably way more than that, different ways to roast coffee. And, and you know, and like you, you, just because you have a, a Nicaraguan coffee or a Peruvian coffee or a Colombian coffee, you can get a dark medium light roast in each one of those origins does the united states grow coffee um i've never honestly I can't this really is a, this is a fun tobacco question i get asked all the time and right in there we, we know I, the one yeah they, there is some american grown coffee but that i know of it's not all that great at least the ones that i've had in the past if okay. i can remember right I, I don't i don't remember to be honest i'd well, have to look hawaii is a state so you're wrong but What's that? Hawaii is a state, so you're Oh, that's, that's fair. You've got Hawaiian coffee, I always forget. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Hawaiian grown coffee is a whole different animal in itself. I mean, mm -hmm. it's the same thing with like Nicaraguan tobacco. It's all grown in volcanic soil, so it's going to taste entirely different than anything Wait, else you've I, ever I, had. I have an applause button. Ah, I just did it. Right. <laughs> anyway, another nice thing uh, I, I do too is like, I've had a long relationship with coffee. My grandfather sat me down when I was little, and he just sitting there at the cafe with him and he just pushes a cup of coffee over there put a little cream and sugar in there boy <laughs> and so my grandfather got me on coffee so uh, probably 20 years ago i was going through the creamers yeah you know you you got to start out a little sweet and then as i i still like the sweetness but then since i've been into bourbon you know buffalo trace sure. offers a bourbon cream bardens um does a cream um about a year ago kenny chesney put out uh a kenny chesney uh deal and they get them in these you know these little like airplane deals sure. yeah <laughs> and i'm down at the farm and i pour one of those in there it wasn't too bad and whatever and i always experiment in the fall it seems like you know i like to do different i've gone through all like your grocery store creamers i finally found an italian cream that really wasn't too sweet mm -hmm. but it gave you just a little break um but then recently and i don't know if i've ever brought this on the uh, podcast but i do love rum i mean i don't drink a lot of it but i love rum so bamboo right i found that down in key west and it's got a very uh really nice banana flavor to the rum so I started topping the bamboo on top of my pina coladas. Oh. Then they have, they came out with a bamboo black. Okay. 
which is more of a traditional sipping, mm -hmm. like a regular pour of Bamboo, and it still has the faint banana in it, but it's just a great rum pour. Now they came out with Bamboo White, and it's a rum cream. Mm. And now I've started that a little bit in my coffee, and it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, That's you were good. talking about a little rum cream in the coffee. It's like a new. It's like yeah. It's like a kid. Like oh man, this is another new level. Whole I new, love the rum and a little because yeah, yeah. I always feel like I, I I do when I go to the farm. We usually work for three or four hours down there. And then we start chilling out before dinner, and and the rum always seems to put me in a pretty good mood. Oh yeah, chilly out and whatever. So Can't I mean, bad mood how can rum. you go wrong with a little bamboo rum in your coffee in the sure. morning? Sure. So for you guys out there, it's out there now. They've got a clear, a black, and uh, it's in a white bottle with the big gold X. It's fantastic. Um, but yeah, I you know speaking of all this differentiality of how we smoke cigars and whatever, I think it'd be interesting. Now that we're going to do a wine episode, maybe this November, if it ever, if fall ever gets here. Oh, <laughs> well, some, per the calendar. Yeah. I mean, maybe fall we do a wine episode with cigars too. You know, we get a we get you know, some coffee? bottles of wine. We've done wine with we J9. Have, oh, did we do and that at the, at at the Lit, Hodge Farm? At Lit. Oh yeah, we did. Do and we one. did Bamboo Black on the Mad Russian's birthday last year at the so, farm. Yeah. Yes, sir, we did. Now I remember that. We've and you were talking about blue chair rum from Kenny Chesney. Yeah, honestly, man, like I would love to do, I mean, I've done, like I said, I do coffee pairings a lot. And, yeah, but it would be cool to verbally do that with, with sure. I know, he knows coffee. I don't know coffee, right? That would be a lot of, I've always been really interested in like, we know spirits, okay? We know them enough to play with them. Uh, when you pair them, taste differentials and things like that, right? We know how to do that. But to walk into something completely unknown. I, I've talked to a guy that firmly believes that IPA should be paired with every cigar. Uh, now, we got into a pretty heated argument because I said, you know, pale ale, right? Sour hops against a cigar will kind of offset your palate, right? The pH balance will go south real fast pleads up and down that it should be done um i mean honestly it, it, it's until you do it until you try it i so, mean i don't know not to throw any names out but four hands were coming for you buddy what's that <laughs> the four hands were coming for you <laughs> we'll see what's up yeah so so it, it definitely definitely coffee can be really really fun i mean I, i've like i said I've, I've tried Every origin I can get my hands on, man, and, and I do from I well, like. It sounds like you you've really experimented quite a bit more. Well, than who's I that? The local coffee. company you're with. Give them a shout out. I got a couple of them, but the ones that I the two that I work with the most is Rockwood Coffee, and they're right out, right here out of um, Bell Bell, and they ship Rockwood. So. Rockwood. Are they are they with Rockwood Brewery? No, no, they okay. are just Rockwood Coffee. Okay, who cares? Um, so they're really, really good. Um, they do all kinds of different stuff. They've done some collaboration roasts as well. They're really awesome. I've not found anything from them that I did not like. Um, they're again, they're small. They have their flagships and they have some of their specialty stuff. So constantly growing. Show them some support if you want to try them out. If you're a coffee person, great people. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, online. That'd be um, cool to do a, a cigar collab with a coffee company. Yeah. Give them, give them. So give them the Cyclops. Right? Yeah. Smoke it. I'll break it down and they can smoke it leaf by leaf. And 
see if creating coffee is the same way as blending a mash bill and sure. aging it or 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 fermenting tobacco and picking the right priming and, and creating a, a profile and then and then the other one not to, not to interrupt because that's a great idea but and the other one that i work with a lot is is cuve coffee it's k-u-v-a and they're out of st louis that's the one we had they make good coffee they make real good coffee. yeah they do um and then and then there's also another one that I recently found with, that I've done a pairing with. Um, it's called Show Me the World Coffee. Now they're a really cool story because they are a they're a non for profit and they they sell these coffees to fund like um, reach out trips, um, not like mission trips or anything like that, but like to help smaller communities where these it's two local schools and now I can't remember the schools um, that they that they that that go, but they send send kids down people down on these like trips to like help in you know areas in in the in the um in latin america um oh yeah sweet. so it's really cool they're really great um show me the world project is 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 what you should if you're interested like google them they do really cool stuff and they make a really good coffee i was i was i was a little skeptical at first and, and this is nothing against them just because like oh okay it's a non-for-profit they're just doing this to make a little bit of money to fund what they're doing but no they make it and it's worth every penny i mean it's it's like 15 bucks a bag so it's a little bit a little bit expensive but how much like 15 bucks a bag i mean don't get me wrong you get a lot of coffee out of that it's but more you, than you can gonna... go to dude you can go to deerberg's and yeah. buy whatever folders is called now and it's nine ten a bag and I mean, I'm talking. When we say bag, we're talking like that. Yeah, your standard like little maybe one pound or twelve yeah, ounce bag. Yeah, right. It's about yeah, like the the Kona bag. Right? No. Yeah. So so that's cool, man. And they they and they, they made. I was like, holy hell, this is really good. I am really impressed. Nice. Um. Um. And and so yeah, I mean, I've worked with loads, loads. I've also worked with Breve Coffee, which is another St. Louis local company. I have worked with loads of companies from around here, and and I've I've gotten free stuff from them, and they've they've donated to me as the blog to do the pairings, to talk about what they do, <clears throat> to kind of expand what it is, and for people to actually talk about the pairing notes that you get. And I'll be real, I I love that, that people do like that coffees put pairing notes on their bags, like hey, this is what we got from the coffee, because you know you look at it, okay, am I going to get this? Am I going to not? I usually read it at first, gives me an idea of what I want to pair it with. And then I put the bag away because I, I typically won't remember what they had said in the pairing notes because I have a memory like a goldfish. But, um, and man, they, they are spot on. I mean, you'll get other different things in there as the coffee kind of cools. And that's the other thing, too. Temperature of coffee does make a huge difference on what you taste. It's the same thing with temperature of tobacco. Well, yeah, but the one thing I found with coffee is, and now I'm just talking pot coffee, right? Sure. Right, out of a pot. As it cools, it gets more bitter. On your standard coffee, standard, yes. standard coffee pot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like just now, and uh, again, quick little pot. That's matter. where that's where like that AeroPress comes in because it takes all those oils and that acidity out of the coffee. As it gets cooler, you taste different notes that are in it, right? So yeah, you don't lose down. any natural caffeine when you do that. No, in coffee, no. Where's it gonna go? Well, I, I don't know. No. I'm asking. It's not gonna yeah. go anywhere. I mean, you know, because like, and you also don't get all that silt. Well, I call it that, that it settles sediment, on top of the coffee. That, yeah. Well, it says yeah, it settles at the bottom where you know it filters all that out. Well, too, the, the it settles on the bottom of that discoloration. If you let a cup sit, the yeah. little it kind of almost looks like you got a latte going oh, when you oh. let the coffee sit for yeah. a while. Yeah. So yeah, so it filters all that out. So like I said, you're just getting a much cleaner cup of coffee, and it's fun um, because you, you it, as the temperature change, as you get deeper in the cigar, the temperature of that coffee starts to kind of cool down a little bit. 
I mean, off right off the bat, you might get, you know, different berry notes or like a citrusy note or, you know, or maybe dark chocolates, things so like that. So when, when the change. coffee cools that way, does it raise the acidity in the cigar? Bring not, the, the, the spice and salt levels back up? Not that I've noticed. No? No. No, like I said, it's, it's, it's a little bit different. Um, I, I've not, at least I've not personally noticed that. Um, so yeah, some of the, like, I've done different, like, Pravada pairings, I've done pairings with Tatuaje, I've done pairings with, I mean, literally anything you could think of. Like yeah. I said, I just did a well, pairing. Well, I mean, your humidor is Tatuaje, Ramona One, and Crown Heads, so. Yeah, it's, 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 there's, there's, there's some other things in there, but by and far, that's the bulk of yeah. what I have in there, for sure. that's what yours is. Shit, I'm all over the board. Yeah, that's much. true. Yeah, you got, we got some Rocky. I don't know, I got some Rocky. I got some Rockies you got to smoke, too, by the way. I actually brought some, that one. Some 10-year-old fucking Hamlets. Um, but, uh, all right. Anyway. Coffee, that shit's going to happen. We need to get that on the books. It'll be a morning thing. Cause that's sure. the only way to do it, right? You got yeah. to do it in the morning? Do yeah. it at night? Weekend, weekend time? Cool place in the morning. That'd be fun. Yeah, maybe out in the woods somewhere. <laughs> I'm serious. Well, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, the, the view's got to be stellar and, you know... How, how do we do who that says though? we don't we don't go hit uh mastodon park right there in imperial cruise through the trail right quarter mile in walk down you're sitting on the riverbed beach we just set the bug up right there cold bring outside the, bring little the little frost set bring it up family. yeah oh everybody yeah all right, here's what I want to do, though. We're getting in. We're down towards the, I'm not the end. I mean, we got about two, three inches out there, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> See, we've been smoking at this for right. like hour and hour and 31 <laughs> minutes. So. I knew this was going to go. I thought, I was like, oh, hell. It's okay. Go so for podcast. the Cigar Dad blog, we'll have another cigar, which yeah. is great. That's, Fantastic. Yeah, that's that's this is a milestone, though. I'm pretty sure I went back looking this morning when I was, when I was sitting around doing nothing, being lazy, right? I'm kidding. When I got off the Peloton, running my miles on my treadmill. Oh. I did my sit-ups, my sit-ups, watching Billions, right? Because I can watch TV on this thing. It's so, such a degenerate machine. I love it. But, uh, hell yeah, girl. Um, I was looking at how many episodes we've done where, when I, when I grabbed this, and I was like, I knew I was bringing Sheldon his, and I've got mine. I knew we were going to smoke it. I was like, how many cigars have made it the entire episode? This is the 83rd episode of this podcast. Five cigars have made it the entire episode. I think I've been for two or three of them. Three. This is three. Yeah. What were they? So, uh, when you and I did the A. God, guys. Such a good smoke. This is, so that's one. This is two. Uh, when we did the 64 Exclusivo from Padron. That lit. I would definitely think the Tatawahe RC Series. The RC Series was the other. Yeah. Uh, the 2020 Las Calaveras went the entire episode. That's four. And then what's really interesting, the one cigar that actually went two and a half hours was our Pravada episode that we did when we were smoking the Death Bucket. Because, and this one's kind of an asterisk actually, right? We lit it. Brian messaged me, said he was going to be late. We sat him down. And then we smoked, I think we smoked something small, whatever, then we picked up and smoked it again. So I count that as the fifth. <sighs> that death bucket. But there too. are four, oh, this is four, so there are four included that have made an entire episode. Believe it or not, there was three or four bikers that were, uh, uh, oh, were you talking about the Pravada? What were you talking about? 
Was it the Patron? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two or three of them were nothing but Patron smokers. They wanted hey, to man. come over and see, and they bought one. You get, you get, I'm telling you, there are very few companies, and I throw Tatuaje and Crown Heads in there, not because I'm trying to, you know, boast, boast my favorites, but companies like, okay, so if you're an Ashton Classic smoker, yeah, you're an Ashton Classic smoker, okay? If you're a Padron, Padron Anniversary smoker, I don't care if you're a 1926, 1964, 40th, 45th, 50th, 80th, right? That's what you smoke. If you're a Padron Handmade guy, two, three, five, seven, whatever thousand series, you smoke that, right? If what you're was a, the one we smoked that went almost two hours? Uh, 1964 exclusive, O Maduro. So, I've not smoked a lot of the vintage Patrons, man. Man, Patrons, man. You should come over. we were blown away. I know you've never been to my house. I know right? I you was. Should, you should come over. No, never been there. Yeah, you should come over and just open my hand. I've seen them. I've seen you with them in the evening. And that, how do you do? do as a winder downer, that's that good winder downer. That's a yeah. But we've talked about this, dude. Like I, I don't smoke a lot of light cigars, like. I don't want to say maturity is not the word, and I don't think experience is the word, and I don't think that adaptation is the word. I, like I, I, in tobacco and in whiskey, getting used to something I don't think is the same as if you know if you're lifting weight for a long time, right? And we'll just say you're curling 20 pounds. The first time you do it, you can only get two. After a year, you can get 100, right? But after you get 100, 101 hurts, right? So it may take three more months to get 101, right? You know, that you constantly have to adapt to that. With cigars, if you're smoking nothing but 64 exclusive Maduro every day for a year, and then you take one month off and fire another one up, it's gonna put you to bed. Yeah. And, and okay, and my, that's the thing I say, it puts you to bed, right? Day gets done, I wanna smoke something heavy. When I get done, I'm like, all right. I'm floating. Let's go. I'm good, man. Let's go. Let's <laughs> pop that fucking, let's pop that THC pill. Oh, yeah. Let's go brush the teeth. Oh, let's yeah. throw the oil on the old bald head and go to bed. Right? I mean, it, I, I don't know. There's something about, I've actually gotten into some lighter cigars in the morning. It's been kind, it's been kind of cool. It's, it's a little, I have found that when you smoke something lighter in the morning, it, the strength I don't think really matters to me. It probably doesn't to a lot of people. But the flavor that you get, it, you, you, you would, because you're, you, you're fresh, right? And I'm, this is gonna sound nasty to everybody, but you don't brush your teeth, okay? Do not brush your teeth, right? Because all, to, all toothpaste has like mint or something in it. You wake up, get your coffee or your water or go work out or, or whatever you're doing and have that first cigar and make it real, real mild, like a, like a nice Connecticut. It just gets so sweet. It's it's so so floral. It's so creamy. It's it's just a different little experience you can kind of blow through. You know. I don't do a lot of cigars in the morning. I'm gonna have to try that. I I I do. I, I I smoke all day. I, I don't know. It's just yeah. I mean, honestly, I I so I mean, obviously, with the coffee thing that I mentioned earlier, that we had a little little uh, a diatribe on there. I mean, I, I smoke a lot of cigars, especially on the weekends. Like, I'll come out, I, I like to kind of split it up. I'll come out in the morning and I'll have my cigar or my coffee. The kids can run around before it gets hot out or whatever in the summer. I'm super stoked for when it's actually cold, cooler in the morning. I can light a little fire in the fire pit and, and sit there and smoke and drink my coffee. The kids, again, can run around, have fun in the yeah. morning. 
and and I mean that's that's one of my favorite ways to have have a cigar. And honestly, I'll be real. I never thought I'd really say this, but I've become a pretty big fan of Connecticut, man. Like you know, like those well, those lighter, you, butterier looking suckers. When you, you can know. learn to taste, uh, yeah. When you can learn to taste Connecticut, and not just expect it to be light. That will open your world to a And you've done that. Oh, I mean. The, that Chiquita, that 60-whatever little short guy you smoked. Yeah. That's on that Aganor, so that's a true Connecticut. I mean, did I send you But that was it? still a full-strength, full-body cigar. Oh, hell I, don't you, know right? I don't know that I, I sent you guys this one. I can't remember. But you know, talk full-strength, full-body, man. I smoked a Connecticut. It was the, it was the Ramon on Ishiban, Connecticut. And this is a vi vintage Ishiban, Connecticut. And if you saw that wrapper, you'd see it. It was full-strength. That what? You thought it was full strength? I mean, this one was for sure full strength. I, I even I with mean, that age on it, dude. I mean, yes, like because you know me, dude. I smoke these with you guys, and I don't. I mean, this isn't really. I mean, yeah, there's some strength to this, but I don't really feel like this is full full strength. Well, I mean, it's full strength, but it's not like giving me kind of like the swimminess, right? Um, but that one, when the time I was done, now again, that cigar is also, again, it's seven, seven and, and a half, half inches, seven right? and a half inches long. The Ijiban, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing had some ass to it. I was like, wow. And this is after I ate breakfast, too, you know? And, and, and I was like, I had eaten something and everything. I'm like, wow, that's actually surprising. And I mean, it was fantastic. I mean, you get a it's just an entire different world. I mean, then, then you get with, like, Nicaraguan tobacco or anything else, all the darker tobaccos, I will say, I guess is the way to put it. I mean, darker doesn't always, doesn't always mean strength, obviously. But people kind of associate that with, oh, I don't like dark cigars. I can't tell you how many times. I don't like really dark stuff. It's like dark, it got nothing to do with it. <laughs> I smoked, I've smoked now Connecticut's, they'll put you on your ass. And I've smoked fuller, like the darker ones that are damn near pitch black and they're kind of light in nature. Well, I think the Cyclops is like that too because we get a lot of questions when they see that Cyclops. I mean, it's dark. They're like, wow, that's a dark one. And they're not like, they don't like really throw it at me as that's you know, like really super full body and spicy. Is it going to blow me away? I'm like, no, then explain it, whatever. You know, you got to kind of, um, you know, like, listen, give, give that a try. I think you're going to really find it. And man, they all come back and say, wow, that was way more mild I mean, and full flavored than I really thought. Yeah, and a note to you guys, like picking that one out. And I like to say that I had a, a little hand in helping to pick out that cigar because we smoked some test blends, you know, whenever you guys were working on it, you know, when he came over to the house with them before you guys had released it. That is like the perfect, and I've recommended it to people. I was like, well, if I'm, if I'm gonna smoke something like to start, what would you recommend? And I was like, honestly, if you wanna smoke something from a buddy of mine that's local, like a buddies of mine that's local here i mean you know that they've blended together that is a great that is a great um uh you know medium i'd say medium maybe medium plus like mellow but man you get i mean there's loads of flavor to it and i'll be real that is, that is a the cyclops that is a that is a good time amount in invested into a cigar i mean I, i've never smoked that in under an hour Hey, yeah, I've, I've, I've shared. You did your cool blog post on it, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was great. So what I want to do, guys, is, is like, uh, this has been a fantastic podcast. We're, we're kind of hitting, we're hitting our been time super here. Unless, chill. unless you guys, you guys want to go another 20? Keep it going? I mean, it doesn't matter. Whatever, let's whatever let's, you, uh, let's, let's finish. Fancy. Let's finish this 115. Um, let's, let's, act, let's wrap this cigar as much as we can in 20. Um, I want to talk about 
what has been as we get into fall right and we joke about october october's always been tatuaje month right like sure. i find myself sure, yeah when when I, I actually one thing i'm really grateful to pete johnson and the garcia family and what tatuaje has done this year alone i've been smoking monsters and buying this long before either one of you sure oh yeah okay i have never since the Karloff release seen so many availabilities of the monster series every spin-off every one-off every collection the monster mass right when the cazadores were in earlier this year all of these things never seen it so readily available i find now like like I'm, i shit you not if you open my humidor it's all tatuaje my month is going to be consumed by tatuaje right so what does november bring <clears throat> Hell, I don't even know. We're probably still smoking them because we ain't smoked them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> still tattooing. What, what I'm asking is, do you have a? Uh, are there are there certain times, right? So I'm super excited for our our St. Patrick's Day podcast of 22 because I have some very rare La Florida Dominicana Mysterios mm. that we're going to smoke. It's one of the only candela rollouts that, that we're ever going to smoke and it's, it's rare and it's cool that we have them and i was lucky to be somewhere to get them and they're going to come out we're going to smoke them then right so march is you know st patrick's day everybody hunts down the filthy hooligans and the dirty shamrocks sure, and, sure, and sure. the black shamrock from roma and all those things right um, the black irish is a delicious black smell, irish right? and the black, black irish, irish is yeah such a good well smell. what is the you know like i <laughs> um the crow magnum I've smoked a lot of the Roma Craft. Obviously, you know Sheldon being a, a big Roma Craft guy. I love Roma. But what is I shared with him? I bought one of those big old beast. Oh, the, it's not. It's it's the what like was it, the, double the femur or the jawbone. No, he does not have it's the femur. It's a fifteen dollar oh. Crow Magnum. It's about that big. It's uh, like a double. Um, double perfecto or something. Double perfecto. Oh, that, that's that's just one of the the, the runoffs they do on Magnum. Uh, wow, it's that. got a name. No, no, no. I don't mean it like that. Like Aquitaine had the saber tooth. Mm. Crow Magnum the mandible. had mandible. It's the mandible. Mandible. The mandible. Yeah, that thing was amazing. Well, that yeah. was great I too. I smoked that about a few uh, a few uh, weeks ago. Did you get, a, bo like, did you get wow. a box of this? No, oh, I just yeah. grabbed one because I'd never seen it. I'd never seen that in that size before. And then uh, we're down at Crew, right? Yeah, at yeah. Crew. I, I want to say they're fifteen dollars a stick, so I, I didn't indulge into a box. I got too many other things. But to go back <laughs> to your month on the Tatuaje, this year was a little different, and obviously you know more because you've been with Crownheads. But it seems like this year it was we really waited. It seemed longer for the Las Caveras, but the Las Caveras, even for me, is kind of the start of the Halloween fall season yeah, and i put that yeah, in like at the beginning the, say, yeah right so day. we all get our yeah. las caveras and we smoke those and we're so happy and then just about the time that's wearing out on us here comes you know october and now we've got the monsters and the tatuaje month and whatever oh, but side note not to interrupt but do you guys you guys need some 18s of the calaveras you guys want some of those? I don't need them, but yeah, I'll have them. Okay, I got a buddy, I got a friend that I've kind of cultivated a good relationship through the Instagrams that he has a bunch at his shop. How, what other years? Remind me, is that the green? Green, yeah. yeah he's got, well, he's got... I want pre-18. He has, I don't think he's got any 2017 or 2016. I'd have to ask. 15 but, and 14. 
Well, or 15. I, yeah, well, I usually don't include 15 and 14 because those are damn near impossible to find. You found some because you were lucky. <laughs> lucky, lucky, lucky. <clears throat> and when I, I remember smoking that, that the black label, that was the fist I'd like to get another that box of the red. I, I know you guys know the name. Not the red and the purple. Love to get and another box him. of red and, and the uh, He's purple. got 19 and 20s. That's 19 and 20. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'd lo- I would buy another box of each one. I love the 19, man. The red Nin- 19 was fantastic. 19 coming off. So... 17, st- okay, so 21 is going on. 21 is going up here. All right, I've, I've decided that. I've already told John about it. 21 is going up. Getting Johnny tobacco knot on my arm. Oh, okay. 101. Right on. I get it. All right, little ass knot. I get it. We're good. I mean, it goes um, with this piece that I've got going it does. anyway. It, it, so. it fits. Um, but 21 is going on the arm. It's going up here November 8th. Uh, that's my point for it. But 21... Again, and I think it, it just Calaveras came back with Pepin. You know, it, Ernesto Carrillo. You know, Ernie did a few of them. Well, okay, so Ernie's done some. Pepin's done the others. I don't know if it's half. I don't know if it's swayed one way or the other. Um, Can't really go wrong with but either. But you, you really, you really. <laughs> here's the thing, man. Like when when Ernie fucks around with Nick Rowan tobacco. He gives a lot of people a run for their money, oh, dude. Yeah. Like, but he's so he, he's a Dominican family, and 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 Ernie actually is is. I always used to say, but um, you got to admit when you're wrong, right? I I used to think that EP, a lot of EP Dominican, I just I would smoke it and throw it away, and you know be all amateur about my palate and shit and whatever, you know. And then I got back in, I smoked the Encore, right? The Encore is Nicaraguan Puro, and I was like, holy fucking shit. And then I smoked the pledge, right? I do not. You got everyone. I think everyone understands how I feel about scarfish and Otto's top twenty-five. Sure, can eat every inch of not even my dick. You start at my toe, suck its way up. And I really <laughs> wouldn't give a shit, right? I don't but care. Is there not enough there with the, to tell him to eat with the but, dick? Is that what you're trying to say? No, nah, you got to throw a toe in there. You know, another <laughs> inch or so. <laughs> but my my point is, uh, it came in, and I'm a firm believer. I think I've said this to everybody. If you're going to sell tobacco, you have to smoke the tobacco. Yeah. Right? Nothing annoys me more than when you walk into a shop and you ask somebody about something like, ah, I've never smoked it, but heard it was good. Okay, well, I'm not buying that. Thanks. Good job. Right on. I'm out. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to go to what I want to smoke, you know? Sure. Um, so you have to smoke it. And man, it, it reset me. So I started going back and smoking more Ernie stuff. Yeah. And I used to say all the time, I still feel this way. Fuente Dominican Tobacco is typical Dominican tobacco, okay? It's, it's vintage, it's old. You know, most, most Fuente is an average of five years. And we, and we know how you feel cool. about Fuente as well. Well, I, I think you've heard on the podcast, I found a Fuente that I'm absolutely fucking in love sure. with. That yeah. Don Carlos Cameroon number mm-hmm. two. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, it's amazing. Sun Grown Cameroon, lights out, amazing. Um, I don't think I've smoked that yet. You will, you will soon. I'll give you one. They're, holy shit, they're amazing. I need to smoke one as well. I but the, I'll give you one too. But then there, but then I always said La Florida Minicano, right? Lido, Lido's company, man. Like, forget the shit with the bull, okay? Throw it away. Lenox, forget Lenox, okay? Let's just talk about the DL series, the Double Hero series. Starts at 200, runs all the way to the 700 Double Digger. Okay? I've always liked those. All yeah. that, dude, that DL 200, that is, that, that cigar. Were you like holding back from cussing there for a second? Yeah, I did. Throwing out I a few did. fucking I bombs. did. I, I stopped. I was like, "Wow, fuck. that's yeah. unusual for our I'm podcast." I'm so glad oh, that you man. saw that, dude. Oh, that cigar is literally shoots across the board, 
And I've always said, if you want to smoke Dominican, you want real, you want that. Everyone always talks about Dominican's got chocolate and acid and heat, but it's like marshmallowy. You don't get that from Fuente. You don't get that from Ernie. You get that from Lido. It's all there. But then I smoked the Pledge. And I was like, oh shit. Here's this like buttery jelly jam oh, marshmallow dude, yeah. spice. I one love those, the Pledge. One of those, one of those Deerberg's smoke. jalapeno grapes jellies Yeah. in that cigar. And the burn is phenomenal. The tobacco is fantastic. I had to route myself back into some Dominican stuff. And, I, and it's been really cool. You know, I, I've always said when the minute that you think you know everything, you become complacent and no one needs you anymore. Right? Well, I always say I, it's I, like I fell conscious, into that. confident, and then you become incompetent, conscious. Yeah. You, you become unconscious, competent. And that at some point you become unconscious, incompetent. Mm -hmm. So you have to start the whole thing over again and become competent, competent again and try something again because you don't know it all and you need to start all over again. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I've always tried to keep an open mind everything I've smoked. I know I've been smoking cigars since I was about 16. So I've got almost 15 years in the game, right? Now, it hasn't been consistent like the Viking over here. I haven't smoked every day like that i i mean i, I kind of fell into like the real true understanding and enjoying tobacco probably in the last three or four years 2016 yeah basically when you and you and i became good friends and and after and, we stopped flirting on instagram yeah, yeah after we stopped hitting on each other and decided that you know we're married and we flirted was, a lot in 15 we met in 16 it was a little yeah. weird no. so you know we uh, you know that's because that's when we competed dude we're pretender what? Yeah, we are. Are we pretending? No, yeah. We are slid in the DMs pretender. kind of guys, man. Woo. What's up? Started that vibe. So anyway. I don't even know what went on there, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who don't know, the Cowboy's significantly older than Mark and I. Um, in fact, uh, the we Cowboy... We He's like three years older than me. <laughs> <laughs> the Cowboy has kids 30. my age. 30. <laughs> well, when I hang out with you guys, guys are like, ah, what is he? You know, 50-something, I don't know, 45, who knows? So, so anyway, hanging out these young you know, but I've always tried to keep an open mind because I firmly believe that like I always have something to learn from the different tobaccos that are out there. Have to. And that, that's, like, that's important, man. That's and it doesn't matter where it comes from. And that's part of the reason why I still keep uh, perfect, like perfect cigar blends, a great, um, co- a great uh, cigar subscription that I always keep because they're always sending me different stuff that I've never had. I had a La Aurora the other day, which I've never heard of that company. La Aurora? Before. Are you kidding me? I've never smoked one What'd before. What did you smoke? It was, I'd have to go look at the was exact. Was it shit? No, it was actually oh, okay, because that company fell apart. You know, but so they've come back and I've noticed, they've made a comeback this year specifically because they've done a big release and people are talking about it. It is really good. I was very impressed. And don't get me wrong. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't like a, I'm going to break out the cigar dagger and spoke it down until there's nothing left. But it was like, all right, cool. I'll smoke oh, it down. Oh, yeah, you have one of those. I only, you'll, you'll understand why I bought nope, it when you see I it. I won't. But, um, and it was I've only 25 it. bucks. It's, it was and shit. I can dig it. It was pretty cool. So anyway, and it's like the twisted hand yeah, yeah, forged yeah, yeah, metal. Yeah, so it's yeah, right yeah, up my alley. Anyway. Whatever. Um, <laughs> anyway. I mean, it was good. I mean, I was surprised. So I'm always learning stuff. I'm always finding new companies that are doing different things. I mean, Provada's good about that. You know, they're bringing some of the smaller companies to the table that make some more vintage stuff that's, or not vintage, but more unique things and different tobaccos and they're making something cool. Um, And I like that, you know, and I feel like I'm always learning new stuff about different tobaccos and what they have to offer. And that's the fun. I think that's the 
really awesome thing about getting into this and 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 staying in this for the last five six years like heavily every single time i pick up something new it's like i'm learning something different about tobacco and it could be good or bad you yeah know? yes yeah, yeah, yeah that, absolutely that's a good point right you know it's you got to be you know and actually we we talked about this last week on the podcast i joked about like you you one thing you have to do is not be afraid to say when something's wrong and i remember when we smoked the mule kick this year or that was last year the 2020 mule kick last year Crownheads, man. Like I am probably next to John, the most ride or die Crownheads fan you fucking know. Yeah, just a little bit. And it hurt me on that podcast. I, I listened to it again after that on the way home, and I was like, "You hear me? I'm like, I really hate to say this. This cigar sucks. It does not. Well, it does not hold up to what what, you- what has been. What what has been a standard that was set for three years at that point." fell flat what what i mean what did you say about those um those mason dixons that i brought back right yeah it's so like, i loved every single mason dixon everybody I, else fucking hated them i loved that <laughs> one i thought it was great i mean was and i it, actually oh you little shit i mean yeah and that one so to give you a preface here i was in rhode island with meeting with some family seeing some family wife's family that's become very cl- I'm, i love my wife's family i'm lucky i have great in-laws but no, they. I, I went to the same cigar company or cigar shop that I always go to per recommendation of the Viking called Regency Cigar Emporium. Hell yeah, I think is what they go by. They are. I tell you what, man. I've never been in an aging room quite like what they have. It is absolutely impeccable. No connection with Regency Hotels. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, and they and like I said, I mean, and, and what I loved about that was because when I when I asked Mark, hey, what cigar shop should I go to out there? He goes, go to Regency. They're one of the original, original, OG. OG unlucky 13 number two yeah so they are they are they have been around for a very very long time i've met the owner i've talked to the owner i've sat down and smoked with the owner one time he knows his stuff and they have i mean they have everything from you know 10 12 year old more older like you know um opus stuff in their aging room they've got which i've i mean i'm i'm not i, I like opus i've smoked some opuses with these guys on the podcast they make great stuff but you know, you know it's like one of those things where it's like is it worth the price tag i don't know i mean it kind of depends on the stick but it, they and and of course my favorite thing is they have that super super rare super vintage Tatuaje stuff in their in their aging room, and and that's fun because, man, it's not like it's something you can find every day. It's something you walk in and you see this, you're like, wow, that is incredible. So so yeah, I mean, it's always a good time, you know. It's it, it's enjoyable, um, and and you know, going in there, I went in there and and I was poking around and I said, yeah, are you guys gonna get the the new crown heads? I think I was looking for the copy special that released this year. Yeah. The 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 like with us. Yeah, they yeah. was, yeah. And, and I ended up buying a, bar, a box from Lit, so that ended up working out. But he's like, no, we haven't really kept up too much on the crown, or, you know, on crown head stuff. Um, but I tell you what, he's like, we've still got like a half a box of these, these um, Mason Dixon. And I looked and I'm like, this what? Dude, <laughs> this dude FaceTimes me and goes, hey, I got us each one. And I went, well, how many are left? He said, four. I went, you get all fucking four, dude. You don't get one. That's what we smoked at our bourbon event. Yeah, took the and, picture. yeah. So and I got yeah. four of them. So we all we all three got one, right? And I and I says I bought one for him, 
or two for you, and I bought two for myself. Mm. You gave one to Hodge, I gave one to I the Mad Russian. Yeah. I don't think I smoked one. Yeah, no, we did. did. I'll show you the picture. You we did it at the Bourbon event. We yeah. have picture proof. Um, we, sent it to, we sent it to John in the niche style. We all oh, went that way. Oh, that's yeah. right. Gavin and Gavin was, that, was there. That was out at uh, Legends. Legends. Yeah. Okay. So that one was like, I was like, you need to light into it, and obviously it was really, really good. And, and, and it was, obviously, that cigar is how old? Ten, almost 10 years old? Uh, that cigar released in 2000, yeah, 10, 11? Yeah, I'd say it, it, was, it was 10 years old in... Uh, no, 12. It was two years before the first Calvin. Yeah, 12. So, so yeah, it's 10 so, years old. Uh, yeah, it's 10 years, almost 10 years old, right at 10 years old. And, I mean, and that was the, from the release date, so I don't know how long they aged them prior to that, you know, or how long. You, you got to think at least two. Yeah, right? so, I mean, this I mean, is, it was a very, very vintage cigar that was sitting on, like, the bottom shelf in the far corner. I had to knock the dust off of the box, and I still have the box in the house. I love all of that. You have the box? Yeah, I have the box. Uh-oh, here we go. I have the box. It's empty, but I have the box. Anyway. Um, all right, guys, so what we're going to do... We are going to wrap this up. We are going to do our Cigar Dad blog video Seriously, next. Seriously, have three le inches left. Yeah, we, we still got some cigar left. We're Jeez, just going to have to set it down. another podcast. It, it fucking could. <laughs> um, I'm going to smoke the rest of this and then jump in. But we are going to do a really cool exclusive interview with uh, the Cigar Dad, the squirting German Cigar Dad, right? <laughs> See, it just fits. you got to be a squirting German to have a kid. So you're a Cigar Dad, right? Got it. Okay, it works. You own it now. <laughs> Uh, from the Viking guys, Mahalo, thank you so much. This podcast has been fantastic. Lit Cigar Lounge, Snyder family, you guys keep these barrel picks up. Just keep them up. I'll tell you that right now. Um, I'll say off camera, we are off, off recording here. We've got some more barrel picks coming in. I'll kind of let these guys into it. Uh, one's really going to tickle your fancy, cowboy. Uh, so from the Viking, uh, Mahalo, I'm going to let... Uh, the Scorton Germans say goodbye. The Cowboy will take us out, and you guys will enjoy some Stone Tribe on the way out. Hey, again, thank you guys um, for having me. It really is. It's never a dull moment when I'm on this podcast yeah. with you guys. I, I absolutely love it. Now that, like, my own kind of thing is budding a little bit more, it, it just makes it a lot of fun. It's a great collaboration type thing that we can do together, and I absolutely love that piece. So, again, thanks again. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Look forward to the exclusive video on Patreon. I'll get that edited. Probably, hopefully, get it out to these guys for get up on their site by the end of the week. Um, we'll try to keep it short because I know video format stuff is is very very heavy on the on the data count on the data side of things. But uh, we're good for an hour. Yeah, that's what we got. Yeah, so we're good to go, and I appreciate it. Well, listen, guys, I just wanted to give a shout out to um, Angie because this weekend was a big big weekend for Craft Imperial out at um, Long Shots for the Rat Run out there. We were out there all weekend and we met a lot of great bikers and a lot of great people. Got a lot of Cyclops out there. Everybody had a lot of good things to say. And we want to say thanks to all the people out there at Long Shots and the Tiki Bar with Kevin serving us food and the servers taking care of us. We want to give a big shout out to them and of course Lit who always takes care of us and um, it was a great weekend and from the bourbon cowway as always man thanks for listening in and giddy up see you next week we're out man good yeah right on see you guys <laughs>